Check, 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 check. Okay, let's get into it. It's twelve twenty. I know. <laughs> let's not even talk about this, it, man. Let's get into it. I'm hyped. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> now, y'all might be wondering why I chose to bump in with what people might say is the Bone Thug's worst song they ever recorded. But uh, I like this song. I like this song, number one. And number two, I bumped in with it because all y'all people talking about Lil Nas X was the first rapper to put country in raps, and he should be on a, uh, the country charts. <laughs> this song should have been on the country charts. There, been, yeah. There's a good number of rap country songs that should have been on the country's charts before Lil Nas X came. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's not forget the people who took the bullets because <laughs> niggas got <laughs> niggas clown bone thugs for this song. Yeah. When was this before out. Nelly? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh like yeah. Years before Nelly. Okay. This was like the late '90s, maybe early 2000s. Damn. But yeah, people were upset when this song came. Out. It's so funny. I see why. If it was the late '90s. Yeah. I it's, like this song, no. It's so funny a talent today play this in the same type of conversation we're about to get into to as an example. And I had never heard, like, I didn't remember this song. And I was like, this is a, I'm surprised he didn't play Nelly. Like, this is the example you give, but this it's a good hard. example. Like, this shit's hard. It's, talk, it's rapping about cowboy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should have been on the country charts. <laughs> so all y'all talking about it's a travesty that Lil Nas X ain't on the country charts because he had a, a rap country song. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few other ones that should have been on there too. Nelly. But Nelly had Garth Brooks. That might have actually been on the yeah, country charts. Tim McGraw. Right? Tim and McGraw, it was his right. song, I thought. I thought it was Tim McGraw's song. No, it was no. Nelly's. Oh, it, it was? was on all Sweatsuit. In my head. Yeah. <laughs> that song's on Sweatsuit, I think. All in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with Nelly singing like that. <laughs> I'm chipping with these transitions too, but whatever. We'll get that later. Mm -hmm. So I bumped in with that because of the whole Lil Nas X controversy that we'll get to a little bit later. We have a whole lot to talk about. And full disclosure, this is the latest we've ever started a Gems <laughs> and Juice podcast. Wait, I don't think it is, though, because when we first started recording, remember you was doing the night show. That's true. But, but I, this, we, I, don't, I, I don't think it was this late, though. It was around this time. Did y'all uh, start? Yeah, we we had to start around this time because um, his his night shows ended at like eleven. Yeah, and then you had to do some um, audio shit and all that. Yeah, so um, we were starting around twelve at least. Ooh. That's true. I remember that. I almost almost completely <laughs> forgot that. But when we first started the Jim the Juice podcast, I was the uh, producer of Galan at Night on Sports Radio six ten, and that show ended at eleven. And after everything I had to do, we would usually start around like 11, 30, 12. Yeah. That's why so, Jules yeah. kind of didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't want to do the show. Yeah. Because it was too late. Yeah, it got it got real late sometimes, but we pushed through it. Yeah, we pushing through tonight because uh, we had a uh, a watch party at Sports Radio six ten for the U of H Kentucky game, which ended in heartbreak. Um, sadly, is a theme for Houston sports outside of the Astros in twenty seventeen, but. Uh, the, the U of H uh, Cougars lost, and at least we got free beer and free pizza out of it. So we turned. Yeah. 
<laughs> you lit this podcast, so and full. We are full. I got some good carbs in me, man. I broke my damn diet, but who cares? <laughs> anyway, let's get into it, man. This is the Gems and Juice podcast. I'm Ryan Rocket, and I'm joined as always by my boy, the man himself. Figgy, man, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm happy to be here. It's a little late, but, yeah. you know, we we hanging on right now. We are, man. <laughs> and we are also joined by the lovely Jasmine. Hello. Got a little jean jacket What's on, up? looking nice with I them do. perfect teeth. Braces. <laughs> you have braces? Hell yeah, huh. I wore braces for years. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, up some pictures. Like, I with, with see... my braces or without yeah, them? With them. Because you ain't seen them without them. Oh, no, uh, with your braces. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I, oh, yeah, I need to show you the chubby pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I, um. I was going to say, I want to see the chubby Jasmine pictures. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting on Facebook. And I'll <laughs> bet your version of chubby is, like, not really chubby. <laughs> I, was, like... I was literally talking about this yesterday because I've been eating Chick-fil-A every day, damn Shit. near. Me too. Well, last card? year. I wish. I'm uh. working on it. Me, too. I'm uh, I'm trying to. You want man. a black car? Yeah. Hell yeah. I had a black car last year. Did you really? Yeah. I, I scammed my way into one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so uh, they just last a year, right? And then you have yeah. to be invited again. Yes. Huh. Yeah, but honestly, I I could do with that one now because you tired you really, of it. I, not so much that I got tired of. Number one, it is hazardous to your health, That's, and. After a while, after you, there's only so much on the Chick-fil-A menu, honestly. <laughs> and you kind of get tired of it after, I want to say, I got tired of it around March, April, maybe. Because I had mm. been getting Chick-fil-A every single day. Yeah. And I'm like, I, at that point, I had everything on the menu. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> but so I loved it. It was, it was a nice year. When the last time you had it? Uh... I was sick a few weeks ago, maybe yeah. last month, and I got some chicken noodle soup, and it was expensive to the point where I, <laughs> I missed the black card now. Oh man! I, spent, I got like a uh, chick uh, a chicken noodle soup and a uh, uh, a parfait, and that mm. shit was like eight dollars. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, I miss a black card now, but whatever. <laughs> there are limits on it technically, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's jump into this podcast, man. Jasmine, do we finish our intro on you? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Everything's straight. How's your week been? It's been cool. It's long, but I have to work tomorrow too at the Ooh. children's fest. So if you have any kids and are interested. Please come see us at the Children's Fest tomorrow. You said that so sarcastically mm-hmm. that you it sounded like you didn't want anybody to come. <laughs> you know you're going to be tired as hell. No. When, like, is, when is it starting? Um, It starts at 1030, but we have to be back up here by 6. So, and it ends at like, um, it ends at 632, 630 okay. p.m. So, okay. It's always really nice. I've worked it before. It's really cute and sweet for the kids and it goes, all goes to charity, so. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, How are you? I'm I'm not too good right now, honestly. Uh, the Cougars lost, <laughs> um, as we already talked about. Um, I've been breaking my diet with this uh, Samuel Adams beer. That's <laughs> this is my fifth can, probably. <laughs> I had pizza, which I haven't had in a long ass time. I've been broke my diet, but I don't care. I'm I'm living life, man. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm thirty, gonna be thirty two next month. So yeah, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> you know what? Well, you know what's kind of corny. What? The people who are like, I'm blessed to be here, but they were never in any type of danger in their life <laughs> to where they have to be happy about making thirty. Yeah. I, I would never say I'm ble- I like, okay, you uh, disease wise. Yeah. But it's not like I'm going to say I'm, I wasn't supposed to make 32. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. people, some people use it as a cliche, like, Oh, I'm blessed to be alive. Cause yeah. a lot of people didn't wake up this morning, but LeBron be saying that shit. Like <laughs> I wasn't supposed to make, you weren't supposed to make it out of Ohio where I'm from. Nigga, you're like seven foot three. <laughs> <laughs> you was going to make it in something. If God it wasn't. was making sure yes. you made it. He made you just to make it. Exactly. It would be different if he was like six, three. Okay. Like yeah. maybe, yeah. or maybe like MJ size, but no, LeBron was going to be a free athlete no matter what he did, but well, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> anyway, we got a whole lot to talk about in this podcast, man. So let's just jump right into it. New releases. I ain't heard none of this shit, <laughs> but juvenile and Birdman got a song called uh, just another gangster. So I'm guessing that juvenile and Birdman are now cool. That's what I according to his interview on the breakfast club. He said he always, they always been cool, but people felt, I mean, people felt like they was lying because of his solo career. I guess so. I don't know, but he said he always been tight with Birdman. So, um, they, uh, I guess they plan on doing like a little, EP or mixtape, and then they end up turning it into an album. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Birdman's actually rapping on it. Yep. He on every song. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I gotta listen yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I, uh, I don't know if Birdman has rapped in it, it since something like my daddy, um, like father, like son. Has he made a song was, since I, then? I think yeah he he released some songs but of course it didn't really do nothing because yeah. by this time everybody had the narrative of you know him as a rapper yeah I but, thought he he's been on like features before like I know for sure he's had his little flashy lifestyles one hundred and all them ad libs on uh, Drake songs but I don't know about like actual records for him yeah he had a couple rec he had some records after stunt like my daddy but they really wasn't shit. Like Father Like Son is a classic though. Was it really? It was. Okay, there was My Leather So Soft. I don't even remember that oh, song. Oh wow, my goodness. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised you even listened to that album. Chris it, Brown wasn't on it. <laughs> <laughs> For one, Lil Wayne was like He was on fire at that he, time. Yeah, and yeah, I was a super Lil Wayne fan. And my family just yeah, no. There was no way that I was not listening to Lil Wayne. Okay. At any point in time in my life. Are you a New Orleans music fan? Like, do you like BG and Turk? I like BG. I don't, I can't, I don't want to lie to y'all and say that I, that's my favorite style of music, but I do listen to them only because I, I'm a native, so (laughs) I have to. It's only right. I mean, technically, y'all was just you in ain't here got ta- to. But y'all was just in here talking about how people from the same city don't support their they sports teams. That's like me not supporting <laughs> my, my, my you know, my lo- uh, my young brothers. Yeah, I mean. My young black brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to lie. It's, it, sometimes it's kind of hard for me to, um, to um, listen to music from Cleveland mm-hmm. because a lot of it is, is, is the same. And too damn cheesy. Yeah. So you gotta like really dig through and find somebody dope that's from Cleveland. But half the time it don't sound like Cleveland music. Yeah. So 
So what was the what was the atmosphere in Cleveland after Ghetto Cowboy dropped? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was around ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. I don't know. I was, I was. Did y'all was ever when when Bone Thugs made it mainstream? Did y'all kind of fall off them? No, they was people were supporting the hell out of Bone Thugs. Okay, I, I, I remember older aunties and uh, mothers. They was they was playing. They was like they had they shit on repeat. So okay. Crossroads. People was on them heavy, and uh, around this time, I don't, I don't know if it's the same here, but um, in Cleveland, we was always like, "Damn, oh, that's that's my cousin, or Busy Bone, my cousin." And so everybody was uh, related to to um, Bone somehow. So uh, I kind of grew up thinking Busy Bone was my cousin. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah. wait, somebody actually told you that? Yeah, I had an auntie. Uh, she passed away. Rest in peace, Auntie Jenny. Yeah. But um, she was saying how um, that was her nephew or something. Somehow I don't know. But uh, we always had this narrative of Busy Bone being our cousin. Wow. But um, yeah, it's, I think it's a Cleveland thing. You That's being related funny. to some some Bone Thugs and Harmony. Person. That's funny because we just talked about it on the uh, Swang and Bang podcast <laughs> about the lies mm-hmm. that we grew up with because ESG had an encounter with Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess ESG, his uncle, told him about the founder of some defensive formation in football. <laughs> I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. But he talked to Deion Sanders, and Deion Sanders actually knew who invented it. Mm. <laughs> but ESG was certain that his uncle was right. Uh-huh. So they called his uncle, and they actually called the coach who invented it, and it was embarrassing for him. So Damn. we uh. talked about the entire, uh, all the things we grew up thinking that were true because our uncle or aunt or somebody told us it was true, and then we looked it up and found out it was false. Yeah. Hey, growing <laughs> up is just unlearning a lot of things that people did, that told you that they didn't even know yeah. what they were doing. And niggas lie a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> niggas lie a yeah. whole lot. And that could go a long way, too. It could start from the top, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. And then go all the way down to the new generation, and you'll be thinking it's true. Yeah. Because of your what your grandfather said. Yes. And your grandfather was a lying motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> but it's like niggas speak with such conviction, even when they full of shit, <laughs> that you just believe them yeah. naturally. Yeah. That's why like so many people fall for like crooked pastors and shit, because they're so convincing with their words. Like the church really needs this money, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you find out he got a Porsche. Yeah. Well, yeah. Watch that um barbershop scene on um, coming to America. Yes. That motherfucker was lying. <laughs> I met Do- Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. Yes. yes, I did. Still haven't yeah. seen that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we, we never did bring that up on a podcast, but Jasmine has not seen Coming to America. Uh, we we are examining her black status right now. <laughs> she might be Puerto Rican or Dominican or I'm something. I'm still at the yeah. cookout. Don't you worry. Nah, she might be just passing. And we, have to, <laughs> we are conducting an FBI investigation and making sure she is actually African-American because she might not be. She hasn't seen okay. that, the number one movie you got to see when you're black. But, <laughs> Speaking uh, of FBI. <laughs> yes, good transition. So... Uh, let me get my music ready. You oh, can't even hear it. Here we go. Now, this might be the last time we play the People's Court music for Jussie Smollett. This is the last <laughs> time I'm talking about this, man. Uh, you well, over it? Let me know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're over it. Like, you don't want to ever talk about it. I think <laughs> we have to talk about it again, man, at some point. Like, what else to talk about, though, after uh, this? I think more information is going to reveal itself very soon. Because I've never seen the cops this adamant about <laughs> something that was dismissed ever. <laughs> but to recap, so Jesse Smollett, we've talked about him for weeks and weeks on a podcast now. Um, he claimed to be assaulted by two uh, white MAGA hat wearing uh, people in the middle of the night in Chicago during a polar vortex uh, <laughs> after he went to a subway at 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, police did some research. They investigated. They claimed that he made this story up and they charged him with, I believe, 16, 16. felony counts of disorderly conduct for um, filing a false police report. Now, this was set to go to trial, and this past week, all 16 counts were dismissed. Not only that, there were no motions filed in court. So, legally, this never even happened. <laughs> uh, this has been wiped from the books. Justice Millett has no charges or any history against him, except what we remember. And legally, he has been wiped clean of all charges. Um, I believe the technical language used was due to his. Uh, I'm trying to find a goddamn. Here we go. <laughs> I was enjoying the music. Right. I like it, but yeah, uh, that'd be hard. Yeah, it is. Now, I didn't. I, I never actually heard this much of the song. It's kind of lit. <laughs> it sounds like a 70s movie. This is like 70s super right. fly or like cocaine. The get down on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But maybe anyway, wanna, back to Jesse Millet. Some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jesse, they they dismissed the charges, and the language used during this, the the dismissal was something like, um, "Well, uh, considering his community service and the fact that he." forfeited his bond, which is $10,000. He forfeited that to the city. They thought that this was a just decision and it made sense. I've never heard that before, but yeah. hey, this whole case is strange to me. It's very strange. So, Jesse Smollett is a free man and that's it. Yeah. Thank you, Figgy, for potting that down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, what do y'all think justice was served? Do y'all think um, Jesse, are y'all happy that Jesse is off these charges and won't go to prison? And how do you feel about the entire circus around this case so far? Um, I'm, ha I'm happy he got off. I'm yeah. happy he ain't do no time because I'm, I, uh, I, a lot of people was going hard. Like he should do time. He should do 60 years and all this other bullshit. What he did was wrong. It was selfish. It was corny throwing all these people under the bus like that and um, using, you know, uh, racist, racism, uh, LGBTQ community, all that other shit. But um, I don't think he should have did no time for it because a bunch of people lied for the same. Sh I mean, not the same shit, but a lot of people lied, made false reports mm -hmm. and didn't do any time. Well, we don't know that for sure. Uh, celebrities. Celebrities Cele made false reports. Like I don't, I don't remember the last time a a celebrity got in trouble for making a false report. Well, according that's, to that, the world, Tupac is still alive and he never died. So that is that not false? According to who? The Wait, world. what? 
the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody thinks that? A good amount of the world still believes that Tupac is alive. I don't know if so. I would say a good amount of the world. I would say a, 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 a small section of niggas who believe any <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> but I get your point. But yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like a white person went and went to jail for this. Did no hard time for this. But um, I felt like I feel like um, the case was kind of fucked up from the beginning because for him to get white clean like that and a lot of cops and all this other shit was pissed about it, I felt like they had something against the um, the city of Chicago, the police in Chicago where I guess they just rather, you know, not even deal with it and yeah. say, you know... Let's agree to you like know. somebody may have been involved. Yeah, I think it. I think it was probably way more than we know right now, to the point where they say, you know what, you just you know let's forget everything and you just go ahead on. Yeah, and I think a lot of cops was pissed about it because um, I mean it did kind of waste a little time, but mm-hmm. um, I think I think they just upset he got away scot free like that. Yeah, Jasmine. I'm Your just thoughts? really confused. <laughs> I don't just don't I don't understand how we go from all these extremes to him being charged and then now all of a sudden everything is just gone and just wiped away and there's no explanation behind it. Like I think definitely think we're going to be updated soon. We're going to get a little bit more insight cuz there's no way that they're going to let this rock for this long and, just, and we have no idea as to what like change in these circumstances as to where he he doesn't even have to go to trial anymore like that's wild to me but i wouldn't wish prison or jail on anybody for sure but it's just really i don't i kind of like figgy i don't really care anymore to be honest like it is what it is i never i stopped watching empire a long time ago yeah so i don't know i just he doesn't and I only know him based on his character on Empire, but even just looking at this video still right now, like he just doesn't look like he looks like he done been through some things. Like especially since he's first started on Empire, when I first mm-hmm. watched him, he looked like he he looked like he been through some things. So he I, grew a beard. That's really all that happened. But no, <laughs> just even I don't know. Like this video, it looks like he put on. He has a, he has a little weight on him since more than before than mm-hmm. I, than I've seen him like I don't know and I don't, I don't even know what the point that I'm trying to make I just know that I don't care and I'm just glad he's not <laughs> going to jail and at yeah. least you know maybe we'll get some answers soon but if we don't I whatever <laughs> yeah. I I kind of agree I, I've thought about this a lot um you've been following this a lot too I have mm-hmm. I follow, I had doubts from the initial report um, I think a lot of people did, so I'm not going to claim like I'm super a genius or something. <laughs> it was just weird. The case details were weird to me from the get-go. Yeah. But um, I've thought about this a lot. Um, number one, I don't. I expected him to not do any jail time. Okay? It's not the worst crime in the world to file a false police report. Mm-hmm. It happens every day. People call the police for stupid-ass reasons all the time. Uh, I wasn't surprised he didn't go to jail. I was surprised he got 16 felony counts. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I'm not surprised he didn't end up doing any jail time. I'm surprised it didn't even go to court. I'm surprised that it was wiped from the books completely, like it never happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm also annoyed like the cops got to let this go number one the cops are talking about we're gonna send him a check for $130,000 because we put all this time into the investigation suck it up okay this happens all the time y'all lose cases yeah okay don't suck just 
it's enough. The mayor and coming out. And too, like, just because it's this high-profile um, star, no one told y'all to have the whole damn department on this one yes. case. You know, like, it, I think that may have had something to do with it, too, just the simple fact that he is who he is, that, of course, they're going to have all hands on deck when it comes to this celebrity. Like, yeah. otherwise, if it was anybody regular on the street, it wouldn't be that many people involved, I would imagine, just speaking on the perspective of, I know people in the police department. Yes. Like, yeah. I agree. They, they got to let this go. The mayor got to let this go. There are bigger problems in Chicago than this goofy-ass case, yes. honestly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> one sure. of the highest murder rates in America. Y'all y'all have other things to focus Worried on about the wrong than thing. Jesse Smollett. So let it go, police and the mayor of Chicago. Number two, Jesse needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. His I, lawyer needs to shut the fuck up. You got off... <laughs> Move on. Don't act like you were actually assaulted and the police were just corrupting this whole thing. They might have been corrupt and you lied at the same time. Yeah. These both things both things can be true. So shut up. Don't let your lawyer go on fucking TV and talk about how the Nigerians could have been wearing white face. Yeah, I say don't that. don't insult our intelligence. <laughs> They yeah. said they said that his attackers, who I guess we're just all admitting that it was the Nigerian people, mm-hmm. uh, that they might have been wearing whiteface. And it's my understanding too. I didn't bother to look into it, but I could have sworn that I've seen uh, that these two brothers were doing interviews and like saying that they they kind of didn't know that it was going to go this far. Like they kind of were are were blindsided behind everything. Yeah. So well, their their representation has been speaking out. They mm-hmm. basically admitted that they were paid by Jesse. Mm-hmm. To do this. Yeah. And like I said, Jesse just needs to shut up, move on. You got off. Nobody cares really anymore. Um, don't act like you're still a victim of, of harsh misjustice because we are not dumb. We know what this likely was. And at the end of the day, his whole point was that he wasn't being compensated the amount that he wanted to be um, paid for the show. $65,000 per episode, by the way. But I still don't get the point. Like, I still don't get how all of this would have solved that for him. Like, I I still don't see the correlation between the two. Like, I I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, How that would have made them want to pay him money. To that point, I've heard uh, some deep conspiracy theories about this. Uh oh. <laughs> I've heard that the reason why this might have been dismissed so easily was because people high up in the political chain might have been implicated in this. Mm. And they had reason to call in some favors and get Jesse off of this case before the investigation went any further. Mm. I don't know who that might be, but we do know that he is been taking pictures with Obama. Mm. We do know that Kamala Harris was one of the first people to speak up, speak out about this. Mm. We do know he has been a active political correspondent on CNN. He has had political. Yes. I didn't know that. He has had political affiliations and I don't know how far up it went. But I think it's completely reasonable to think that maybe some favors were called in to avoid suspicion on a higher level. Hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> so I like how you ended with it. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't, After all that. 
<laughs> Don't I'm, take my word. <laughs> I'm sold now. <laughs> hey, man, they, they they just got Alex Jones for peddling conspiracy theories, so I ain't trying to get like that, man. I got to <laughs> offer a disclaimer every time I say some crazy shit now. <laughs> so... Uh, any final thoughts on Jesse? Where do y'all do y'all think he will come back and have a uh, an, okay Empire? He will probably be on that show from now on. But do y'all think his career will continue, or will this, this always hang over our head when we see him in anything? I, I think oh. it's I think it's gonna continue. I I, I think uh, because remember we was hearing the rumors of Empire killing him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think after all of this got dismissed, I think that's more reason to keep him on now. Because a lot of people will check out Empire just to see if they uh, do something different with his character. Yeah. If they change the story storyline a little bit. So I think this might even boost up Empire a little bit. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. If, and if they not going to watch it present day, they definitely going to go back in the past and watch like some of the you know previous episodes. But I think as far as him in this situation goes, he's going to be a meme for life. Oh yeah, I think he's gonna be a meme for life. Like I, I don't, um, I don't see him shaking that because this is just so wild. Yeah, and plus we know who he is now. I didn't know who he. I, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't know who he was yeah. until this. So now we know who he is. Yeah. So I guess whatever he did, <laughs> I mean, it paid off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm wondering. If he will have a career, I know he'll be on Empire. Um, the funny thing is that Empire, the people were trying to say that this incident made the ratings fall, mm. which is kind of funny because I don't know anybody who watches Empire still. That's what I was going to say. Is, I even don't know, before all this happened. Is it even still on right now? Yes, or it is. They're... It just finished its, uh, I don't know what season, but it just finished a season. Mm. So yeah. it is still on. Um, I don't know how popular it is. I know the ratings have been dropping since the first season. Mm. Um, niggas got tired of the ridiculous storylines. <laughs> it got a little too silly after a while. So um, I I don't know. These This whole thing might actually help the ratings, like you said, Figgy. I don't think it's going to hurt it. but I ain't seen yeah. nobody say, oh, I'm done with Empire because of him. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's more reason because I kind of want to watch it now just to see you know, his character. But I ain't gonna stoop that low. The people who really hate Jesse were not even watching Empire to begin with. So yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Jesse. You got off. Just don't act like we're stupid and didn't know what's going on. (laughs) Now, second biggest story of the week: Cardi B, everybody's favorite Latin Afro Latina pop star slash rapper, is in a little bit of hot water, y'all. People are calling uh, <sighs> hashtag uh, surviving Cardi B now. Ah, there might the dramatics. Be, if, if there was a men version of Lifetime, there would be a documentary maybe with her so-called victims. <laughs> but to explain the whole thing, so uh, somebody, and it, here's full clarification. I thought this video was recent. Me too. There was a Instagram live video posted on social media talking about um, – Cardi B should be canceled because she's admitting to the same things that Bill Cosby and R. Kelly were accused of. But uh, the video, let's just play the video in the contents of it yes. uh, so you can judge by yourself. Here we go. Hold on. Ugh. I work. I paid over $50,000 in studio time because you got to pay good engineers. You got to go to a good studio and you got to put in that bread. 
Okay, so um, the the interesting tidbit taken of all that was Cardi B admitting to drugging and robbing men who tried to have sex with her for money. And I, we, you can listen to like people can listen to that and tell that I was old. They thought I that couldn't. was new. I couldn't. Why would she be crying like that? Because she's emotional and she always talks about what her haters are talking about on Instagram. So I had no idea this was fake or, or not fake, not that fake, it was old. Yeah. Because she is very emotional on Instagram. Yeah. Every time she gets on, she's talking about something that haters are talking about or the haters are saying. And we talked about this last podcast before this whole thing even blew up. We said she needs to calm down a little bit and not always address every single criticism she gets mm-hmm. about her career because she made it. But anyway, uh, the the whole controversy (laughs) revolves around people saying that, okay, we canceled Cosby for this. Um, We should cancel Cardi B, too, because she admitted to taking advantage of and drugging men and robbing them and leaving them somewhat violated. So do y'all think Cardi B should be canceled over this? And do y'all think this is a double standard where if a man admitted this, he would be canceled? But since it's Cardi B, we're letting it slide. Um, I, I, I do not think she should be canceled. I think um, I think people going a little too far with that. But I do think it's a double standard. I think uh, if, if, if Offset released a video or had a video come up like that, doing yeah. the same thing, People would be trying to cancel him. Yeah, mm-hmm. all he did was cheat, and they're trying to break up their marriage. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I forget they married. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a double standard. But a lot of people, I think a lot of people try to make it like double standards aren't fair, where we need to stop the double standard. This, I mean, I don't know. Cardi B was a. You know, she was out there in the streets. Yeah. It's all type of bad people out there. So, I mean, she, she did what she did. I mean, and she apologized for it. But I don't know. I just, I, don't, I think people making a little too big of a deal about it. And I think a lot of people bringing it up. Um, I think mostly barbs are bringing it up. True. But I think a lot of people bringing it up just for the simple fact that, oh, you was just talking about Bill Cosby being canceled. Oh, mm-hmm. you was just talking about R. Kelly. Oh, what about Cardi B now? And uh, I think the most funny part about this whole situation is seeing uh, a lot of people defending Cardi B like, oh, well, she did that. That's that's common for strippers. And they always did stuff like this. And yeah. it's like... What about this? So, I mean, it's cool for her to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody did wrong things, but, you know, she moved past that. She not doing it now. So, you know, I think I think people need to, you know. I mean, it's the surviving the surviving Cardi B is pretty funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> the memes were is... funny. Yeah. And to play, before we get Jasmine, because I know you will be on Cardi B's side, but uh, <laughs> uh, we do have some more audio that got dug up of her talking about what, uh, women should do if they catch their man, I guess, slipping up or doing something. I don't know the full context, to be fair, but this 
interesting audio was brought up as well. We'll show that to y'all right now. Cheat on me? I'm be that guy. I'm going to take him out. We're going to get drunk. I'm going to get him all perked up and everything. We're going to have a good time. Get him super twisted. Then bring a bitch around. We're going to have a threesome. And when he wake up, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because the bitch was a tranny. I'm going to be like, yup. Yup, we had a threesome with a tranny. Yup. Yup, a tranny suck your dick. You don't got to fuck another nigga to get even, bitch. There's other ways. So she is saying in this clip, if a man cheats, uh, do not just have sex with another man to get even. You should set him up to be raped by a tranny. <laughs> that is not raped. Wait, how is it not rape? You think that's raped? If yes. He, if he's willingly if he, wanting no, to agree to if, this threesome? If you get him drugged up and all that. Yes. That, yeah. If you get because a man drunk. Unless he say, yes, I want to have sex with this mm -hmm. tranny, then that's different. But if he didn't agree to that. The law states that a drunk woman cannot give consent. So if you have sex with a drunk woman who is saying, yes, we should have, like, let's do it, that can still be considered rape in the court of law. Mm -hmm. So that should also follow to a man, especially if you're having, under false pretenses, <laughs> sex with a transsexual person without disclosing that. I feel like that's rape, too. But... Jasmine, the floor is yours. Defend your fave. That's something to think about. Um, <laughs> uh, that is something to think about. A training situation. Because I, yeah. I hadn't heard that. That wasn't the topic of conversation this yeah, week. Well, well, well. But um, uh, as far as the drugging aspect, um, I really, I don't know. Like, I feel like... God, like, I can see her point and her stance as far as what she was saying. Like, God, that's what people in the hip-hop industry, people have talked about what they had to do to get to where they are to survive all the time. So I can get, I get her coming from that aspect, but I don't think it's right to, I, I never think it's right to drug anybody and to take advantage of them in that way. So I think, I don't think that she should be canceled, but at the same time, I do think she deserves the same. I do think even as, in the Barty gang, that she does deserve the same backlash that men receive because, no, I'm taking it back. She whoa, don't. Because, whoa, whoa, No, because women are more vulnerable and women are considered more, um, and I don't want to say weak because that's, that's not the ter term that I want to go for, but women are just more sen sensitive and more... Um, Delicate than guys, anyways. Weaker. Delicate than guys, okay. anyways. And so, I don't. Depending on what her situation was, I can understand her needing to do what she needed to do to get what she needed to get. I don't think. I, obviously, I think there are other ways to go about it. They may not be the best ways. As drugging somebody ain't the best way either. But I do think I can't stand strong with her on this one, just because I, I. You know I'm for the equality of everyone. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that's a, that's a touchy subject. It is, but I could tell in the video though that when you played the audio just now, I could definitely tell that was an older video just because of the simple just I don't know, just her demeanor and how she was like damn near crying like that. I haven't heard Cardi do that in a long time. And she's she's very um emotional on social media but not like that like you can mm -hmm. tell that was a long like that was deep in her her first social media game like for sure and that's the one thing that's annoying though like they keep digging up stuff i hate to like 
they do this to people all the time, but with her specifically, they they dig up all of these old videos that doesn't really um, disagree, that it doesn't really clash with who she is right now anyway. So is she still the same person? Like, she's still putting out the same ratchetivity. She's still putting out the sense of she is Cardi B. Do you think she's not? What, she that she's not? Do you think that she's really changed from this person that she used to be? Um, because I, I feel like it's applauded that she is this real street chick mm-hmm. that she portrayed herself to be even three years ago. Yeah, I don't think that she's changed much. I think she's changed in in for the better in certain areas. She but threw I, a shoe at Nicki Minaj at <laughs> Fashion Week. But that's what I'm saying. Like we, the same Cardi that we love for doing certain things, like. You know, for being so authentic is that's a, that's been the same person this whole time. So yes. it shouldn't be shocking that that's something that she's done. Like she's been very honest and open about all of her past, as far as we know. And that that's not something that we should be like, oh my gosh, you did that. Like that's something that honestly I would have like assumed if I really put thought into it, or really like that would be something that I would have I wouldn't put it past her. That's true. So I just you know I guess. I see the I see the conversation surrounding it because of the double standard, but at the same time, like Cardi, that's the same energy Cardi has always put out there. Like that's the type of, like that's where she came from. That's who she is. Like, and she's not that anymore. You know, she's growing out of it, but that's always who she's portrayed to be. Not somebody that wouldn't do what she needed to do to make it happen. I'll say this much. Um, number one, she knew she. Fu- I knew she fucked up, and she knew she knew she fucked up when she hit the notes, the Apple Notes apology. Mm. Because yeah. at first she was acting real defiant about it. She mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, when Twitter and Instagram try to cancel you, she I'll was see. posting videos and shit." Yeah, she was real defiant about it. Then, like a day later, she wrote this whole apology talking about how you know I never glorified what I did, but you know rappers talk about this stuff too. I didn't like that part. Man. I didn't like it either. About throwing the rapper she thing threw, out there. She kind of threw hip hop under the bus. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and the difference was she didn't say this in a song lyric. She said this confessing to the things she did. It would be different if every rapper said, yes, I literally killed and murdered all these people. But no, the way she talked about it anyway, uh, I I have complicated thoughts about this. Number one, I feel like, uh, to be honest, when this first came out, I didn't think it was a huge deal because let's be real. When you're buying pussy, that is a risk you take. Yeah. Because that's kind of like a drug dealer getting uh up getting upset because they got robbed. And if what they're doing the, is illegal, too. Yes. If you're buying pussy, you are entering a world where things like this may happen. Yeah. And honestly, if that does happen, you just got to charge it to the game. Yeah. So I didn't think it was a big deal. The reason why it's a big deal now is because there is a movement to make prostitution legal and to destigmatize the uh, our pre-existing thoughts about it. I don't think prostitution should be legal. Number one. Wow. Okay. I'm way out of the know. I had no idea that that was a thing. They're trying it to make is. prostitution legal. People are arguing it should be uh, decriminalized. And and what is the stance behind that? Why why what are the positive? What are the pros? They believe that it would uh it would basically end sex trafficking. And it would end violence against, it would end pimping, basically, because if it was legal, you wouldn't need a pimp to bail you out 
of jail because you wouldn't be in jail in the first place. And there are many women who do this period. Honestly, yeah. it, it is a, gr- a booming industry right it now. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So women are trying to, de- they call it sex work. Now they don't call it prostitution. It is now called sex work. And when you say you are a sex worker, that is a nicer way to say you sell pussy, basically. Yeah. yeah. But um, so there is that whole movement going on right now. And I believe at one point, Cardi B was probably going to be a spokesperson for this, mm. being a former stripper slash likely escort. Yeah. So that hurts this whole movement when they act like all the violence is coming from men in this industry and men are the reason why women are in danger when in truth women set people up in this industry and (laughs) it's a dirty game period and that's why i think it shouldn't be legal that's a whole nother debate (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um i I thought that but like we said cardi just got to chill she got to take the l on this one say i was wrong in my past and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think, like Figgy said, it is a lot of the Nicki Minaj people coming at them. A lot of the Bill Cosby fans coming at them. A lot of the R. Kelly fans coming at her. I don't think men really feel all that upset about nah. Cardi B admitting that she set Nick's up to be robbed. Yeah, I, I think it is a false defense of R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. Yeah, I think a lot of people bringing this to the table for the simple fact that we've been having this argument for almost uh, a year. Mm. Yes. And now when uh, our favorite artist uh, is being brought to the table because of the same shit, now I think it's more people like, oh, oh she need to be canceled. Yeah. More than actually people trying to get her canceled. Yeah. I don't think people want her canceled. I think people just... Breaking it like, oh, what about her now? So what do y'all think is going to happen if s- some of these guys start to come forward like the Me Too movement? They won't. Mm-hmm. They won't. Because oh, yeah. one guy did, but they found out he was lying for cloud. <laughs> Nobody, number one, whoever did this is likely married with kids. Yeah. They have a, they have things to lose yeah. if they came out and said, I tried to buy pussy from Cardi B and got set up and robbed. That's why they don't report this to the police. Yeah. Yeah. They just chalk up the L and leave. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of these guys are probably rich. Yes. You know, they, you know, especially if they trying to buy a pussy because a regular nigga ain't buying no pussy. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, they probably rich. Uh, some shit happened. They woke up. They said, oh, shit. Like my wallet gone. Oh, shit. I need to get home to my wife. Mona Lisa. And just, they just want to forget about it. So I don't, I don't see nobody coming forward like that. Like yeah. a real legit person. She drugged. I don't see it happening either. Yeah. But, um, yeah, people just got to, I, I just think it was a slow week on Twitter. Yeah. And people right. wanted to get upset. It, it Go was, ahead. It was kind of funny because, it, I mean, it's kind of funny to bring somebody like that to the front, like, hey, oh, with all the jokes. Yeah. But I don't think it's a serious matter to the point where we have to cancel her music and mm-hmm. people stop playing because she's the hottest thing right now. Yeah. They didn't stop doing that with R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> so why would they That's cancel true. her music? Barbie in the peak of her career. It's still on top. Now, this video Barbies. came out when she was, huh? I was saying Barbies, yeah, zero. They, yeah, I think, they, mm. I think they're a little salty. I think they're salty right now. Because if the same thing happened with Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. like where her career is right now, people will probably try to 
really cancel her. Yeah. I think so, too. I think if the shoe was on the other foot, as far as it being Nikki, and this was yeah. something that came out about her, I think that it would be taken more seriously of, of getting yeah. her out of here. I think Nikki would lose a lot of sponsors and all type of shit just for you that simple so? thing. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think people will make it more of a big deal because right now she not, she not, she's not on the top of the popular, world. Yeah. She's not the popular vote like, right now. Yeah, because like I said, R. Kelly, he ain't lose steam at all, for real, for real, because he was on top of the world. At that point, mm-hmm. but right now, who is checking for R. Kelly yeah, current music? So this was the perfect time to get him up out of here. A little bit, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. true. And honestly, I think even worse is what pretty much the women involved and Nicki Minaj also claimed. You can claim her her uh, intentions were suspect, but when she talks about how Offset cheated on her with some bartender. And then the, she tried to have that bartender beat up and blackballed from bartending again. Yeah. That was a lot worse to me yeah. than drugging niggas when you used to sell pussy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because these people were just even, <laughs> caught up. Even the transgender um, comment. Yeah. I think that was worse. I think. That's way worse. Yeah, that was and worse. And I, I don't know if she actually did that. She didn't admit to doing any of that. She's she just, probably just talking shit. Yeah. But if she ever did that, then, yeah, we got to get her out of here for that. You can't be said. This is how women get hurt in this industry. That's wild. You cannot be. I know jokes are jokes, but when you do something, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up, too, real quick. Um, This type of mentality is dangerous for women who do this type of thing. Um, It makes men want to bring a gun when they they trying to buy pussy now. Because they're like, hey, what if somebody's listening to Cardi B and says, hey, I should do that? Mm-hmm. And, and that makes this industry dangerous. Um, I know there are some scumbag guys who are out to hurt women in this industry too. So you have to respect that. But do not drug. Do beef. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't know the logistics between selling pussy, but <laughs> I would suggest you do it like any other business and do it fairly. Yeah. And don't set somebody up. Don't have somebody just because you mad at a nigga. Don't set them up to be raped by a tranny because women get hurt over things like this. Yeah. They can get really hurt. Yeah. So do not play these games with I Pete men. That is wild. That's wild. <laughs> it is. And then it is. for that, yeah, no, that's wild. And I think a lot of um, professional athletes go through like seminars and shit like this before they get to the league. Yeah. On women like this because there's women out here that's preying on. They are athletes. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Lil Wayne and Kendrick told us about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, it's women out there that's preying on those type of guys yep. to you know slip something in their drink. I think uh, I think Nori was talking about that uh, a couple years. It just, this was around the time Rick Ross came out with the song, yeah. uh, the the infamous she verse. She didn't even know yeah. it. Yeah, popped a, uh, slipped a Molly in her drink. She didn't even know it. But um, he was saying like the culture in Miami is you know women sitting there slipping something in guys' drinks. And he said he's seen somebody, uh, I guess he's seen the, some athlete. He ain't named the athlete, but he said um, he was at the club all regular. And then next thing you know, he's seen him with two girls like, woo. Yeah. Like, he That's said it. a lot of people was really going around with their drinks covered up. Mm-hmm. So nobody slipped nothing in their drink. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's a scary environment to be in. It to is. To be worried that somebody's going to drug you. Yeah. When you're out just trying to have a good time, like, that's, that's, yeah, Sometimes it's better not to even partake in any type of drink during that time. Yeah. Because you, 
I mean, you never know. Yeah, you really never know. Especially but if, especially if it's like an environment you're not familiar with. Yeah, but it's tough, man. I've been to many a strip club. Actually, yeah. not many, but I've been a lot yeah. to the same ones, <laughs> and it's hard to. Here's, it's when you go to a strip club as a man, you feel like how women probably feel every day, especially when you're an attractive woman. These beautiful women just come up to you and they talk about, you know, how sexy you are and they really play into. And you're not used to that as a man, period. Yeah. yeah. Doubly so if you're rich. Yeah. Like I've gone to a strip club and felt like a king and I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine how a rich nigga feels when he goes to a strip club. He probably feels like a fucking emperor. Yeah. You know, the emperor of the world. Every woman's coming to you. So mm-hmm. it's difficult to be like, hey, I don't know if your intentions are good. Stay yeah. off me, beautiful woman with a fat ass and big yeah. old titties. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say that when you're horny, you're drunk, and these beautiful women are just around you talking about how great you are and how much they like you. Yeah. So it's tough for a man. I, th- I think the thing is, um, it depends what type of man it is. If it's a guy that, you know, partaking in everything, he drinks, smoke pop pills do whatever anything can happen to that guy yeah but if it's somebody who you know have a drink here and there you know what i mean but kind of aware you probably won't get over on that guy as much but um like i said these women they 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 find people to you know get they know the people to get so you know they won't get a regular person like me yeah. and you. but uh yeah, I think yeah, they target certain people. Definitely. You just got to you really got to be careful. So, are we still listening to Cardi B as a podcast here? Are we still a uh, Cardi B positive podcast? Yes. Okay. You are too? Mm-hmm. All right, Jasmine. All right, y'all. Y'all, y'all enabling abusers and druggers and despicable people, but whatever. <laughs> Your favorite rapper talk about that all the time. <laughs> you know how many times I heard that? Oh, man. There was something else I wanted to hit on, too, something big this week, but I already fucking forgot it. Oh, uh, let's talk about this since we bumped in with it. Lil Nas X. Um, a rapper who I heard about two days ago. <laughs> um, this man has a viral country hip-hop hit called uh, Old Town Road. Um, if y'all haven't heard it, it's on every streaming platform. Um, there's no official music. Well, I guess there is an official music video, but it's like Red Dead Redemption video game footage. It's weird. Um, I think it was like a meme that just took off. Mm. And the people are making a big stink about how the fact that uh, it, it was removed from the country chart on Billboard mm-hmm. because uh, it, quote, did not contain enough country elements, mm. even though the entire song is about cowboy shit. <laughs> uh, people are upset. They're saying that, look, uh, you see how white people protect their spaces. Why, meanwhile, we let Macklemore on the hip hop chart. And all he, we let what, him win a hip hop Grammy. Year. Yes, we yeah. let him win a rap Grammy. So people are pointing out the double standard and hypocrisy. Do y'all think that this song by Lil Nas X should be allowed on the country music chart? And do you think it's a big deal, Jasmine? Um, I think that it should be allowed on the country music chart for the simple fact that you get artists like Ariana Grande who put out seven rings and it has a trap type of beat True. And, and she ends up on a hip hop chart and she's not a hip hop artist 
but she still gets that recognition on that chart. So I don't see. But you just don't like Ariana Grande. Well, period. that was an example, <laughs> but like, um, that's the most recent example, and that's the example I've been using like throughout the day when I've been having this conversation. Hmm. So, um, I like I I don't agree with that. I think that that I I want to know what. What elements do they norm? What is the criteria normally? I like, was about to say what, that. Yeah. What is what is? Can we see what y'all normally check boxes for when it comes to the country music charts? Because I just don't understand. Um, yes, the sound is different, but if he's talking about country things, if he's talking about the same things that you would be talking about, I just don't get the disconnect and why he can't. I think he did it to be strategic, to be honest. Like for him to upload it on a country, like you know uploaded and wanted to be um, looked at as a country song. He's talking about country things, but I think that was strategic of him. He may not have popped as much on a on a rap chart, so he did an, something that would work out for him and be marketable for him, but for them to snatch it down it's just like, it's almost a sense of like racism, because what, what did he do? What was, what is not, I need to know how y'all judge country music on these charts on a normal basis. I want to know every genre at this yeah. point now, because I, like, I, that just seems really wild and just kind of out of nowhere. I've never heard a case of this before unless I'm just overlook, you know, overthinking or not thinking enough, hard enough. But I've never heard of anything like this really happening before. So it's like, who, who, um, who said, who, Making this who, decision, gets a, basically. Yeah, who makes yeah. that decision? I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's a bunch of, uh, it's funny because it's a bunch of country music now that's playing. That don't sound country at all. That's true. Yeah. They make a, the, that that whole argument the entire time. About this ain't how, real country yes. music. This is pop and yes. all this other stuff. Yeah. So uh, I didn't hear the song. I'm gonna listen to it after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you you dodged it this whole time because it's been everywhere. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've been seeing the name, but I ain't know who it was. But it's funny because I scrolled past the article. I thought uh, what I say. I seen Little Nas. I'm like Little Nas. I thought about Nasir Jones. Yep. But um, yeah, I'm gonna check it out after the podcast. But yeah, I, I agree with Jazz. I want to know the criteria of a country song that should be on the chart because um, hip hop, all you need is a, 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 a 808 and a, a trap snare. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's considered hip hop. So um, it shouldn't be that hard to you know get into the country lane to me. You know what I mean? I'll say this much. I did hear the song. I've been bumping it a lot, actually. It was. It, I think it was strategic because the song is like half a song. It is like only, it's under two minutes long. So it is getting streamed nonstop because it's like kind of like Gucci Gang. Mm-hmm. You know, Gucci Gang it's is so a short ass song, but it's catchy. The beat's hot. So you want to replay it because you don't feel like you got enough. Yeah. Same with this song. It's like a hook. Half a verse and then the in chorus. Yeah. So I think uh, he was strategic as hell behind it. Like I think that he knew what he was doing. I think that, um, and this is me not reading into how it, the song went about on the country charge. I just assumed, and based on the conversations I had, he uploaded. You know, he went through the charts himself and chose mm-hmm. country music. I think that was him trying to be strategic, but yet these high, higher powers knocked him down. Because think about it. Why would you? Like you said, it's only two minutes, so he going to get hella streams off yes. of that. He going to get paid off of that song regardless of if you, if you like it or not, or if it pops or not. Just the simple fact that we have conversation around it, he was going to make money. But then now it's like, 
Now it's even even a bigger conversation because they wiped it completely off the chart. Yeah. What's crazy is if that song would have went higher, they would have had to play it on these country stations. Yes. Yeah. They couldn't like not play it. They would have they would have been forced to play it. Yeah. So that would have been interesting to see. It would have been. It would be interesting to see people actually request it <laughs> with a country ass accent. Yeah, I want to hear that old town road. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. Number one. Uh, I didn't think this was a big deal. People are making it as a huge racist issue. Um, number one, Lil Nas X, from what I've seen of him, I did a little bit of research. He is not a country artist. <laughs> he made a cow a song about cowboy shit. Same thing <laughs> as I bumped in with Ghetto Cowboy. Bone Thugs and Harmony are not cow are country artists. They made a, a cute song about cowboy shit. There's a difference. Um, but do I, you have to be a country artist to have a your country your one country song on the radio or on on that chart? Here's the thing: I wonder if he really cared about being on the country chart. Mm. I doubt he did. Mm. I think he was a rapper who nobody even knew who he was two weeks ago. Now everybody, the controversy made this song even more, even bigger than it was. Mm. I don't know why anybody, especially in rap, would care about being on the country, country chart. chart yeah. Yeah. The the Hot 100 is what matters yeah. in Billboard. Period. Mm -hmm. That's what d gets people millions. Uh, and he is rising up on that chart. So who cares? I know Drake, who was all about the stats now, he was upset about several of his stat, several of his songs not being considered pop songs. They were considered rap songs, even though he was singing on them. And I understand yeah. that, I guess. If you're an established artist like him, you say, I'm not just a rapper. I made this song like an R&B vibe, and you put it on a rap chart. Yeah. I get that. But with him, I don't think he really thought that it was going to be number one on the country chart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think he really wanted that audience. He is like a he's a funny dude. I've been looking at his Twitter. He's a funny dude. He's down with the memes. He's a younger guy and he's cool, but he's not a country dude. He's not a country artist. He made a song about some country shit. <laughs> and I don't think he really cared about being on the country pop chart. It, it was just controversy that made the song even bigger than it was. So what does so, that say about the country audience? Like, what does that say about music in general and the culture? I don't know if we want to get into this, but yeah. what do what does that say about the culture appropriation and things of that sort? Like, this is a country chart, so that means people that would technically be liking country music are the people that rose that song to the chart i imagine outside of the controversy now yeah so y'all might as well listen to trap music in a sense that I or y'all like trap music in a sense that audience is a fan of rap and hip-hop in a sense because y'all are the people that rose it to the level of which it is now I, I don't think it rising to the country music charts means that the country music audience was listening to it mm -hmm. that means that it was getting a lot of plays period gotcha. and it was classified as a country song so it rose up on those charts okay. i don't know if the bull was playing <laughs> song yeah. at any point but uh, yeah, I don't think know if that means that country artists actually like or country music listeners actually like the song. But um, that does raise a interesting point about 
everything goes back to things we talk about on this podcast. You know, we are a mm. low level podcast, but we be predicting the future on some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And this goes back to the conversation we had last week about how we are too comfortable letting people into our spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes to this case too, because we see what happens when we encroach in their space. They shut that shit down. Yes, they do. They say, hey, you can't say you anything. You can't be on a country chart, period. But, hey, you can let Macklemore win Best Rap Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can put all these other people in the hip-hop charts yep. in urban markets. Yeah, and everybody's cool with it. We have Ariana Grande on yep. our hip-hop shows. Post Malone. Yes, Post Malone gets to be on The Breakfast Club. But if the show if the whole thing is turned around they're not gonna have Lil Nas X on the bull they're not gonna have that's the only country music station I know yeah. so yeah. nothing against the bull he might bull not even be on a pop station yes uh, yeah top 40 station they will not invite him to the table um, even though he has a song but if there is a white rapper who has a pop song with rap elements he will be wholeheartedly welcome, he or she, mm-hmm. into the hip hop arena. Yeah, even and if they don't want to. Yes. So uh, that that goes back to our conversation last podcast. Check it out; it was a good conversation about yes, Jules, and how, uh, uh, despite what Daniel Caesar might think, we are not mean to white people. We might be too nice to them when it comes to protecting our culture and letting people in, but. Whatever. Check out that podcast. It was a good conversation. It was amazing. It was. <laughs> so, um, anything else? Any last thoughts about Lil Nas X? Do y'all really care about if he <laughs> is on? Be all right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm too. just interested to see how this will unfold eventually. Like, if, yeah. if people, if w- we're gonna press the issue enough to want to for them to release their criteria, because I, I really do want to see that. I want to know the the language was weird. How they just mentioned these things, but they didn't actually mention what the criteria was. So yeah. I didn't know it was a certain criteria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I figure it is so they could separate all genres. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that strict of a criteria. Like, oh no, you need to take this down because it's not part of country music it kind of reminds me of when uh david stern blocked the trade of a chris paul going to the lakers and the reasoning he said it was because of basketball reasons (laughs) that's all he said it was basketball basketball reasons reasons. i feel like that's the same thing here it's country reasons (laughs) why Lil Nas x can't be on the country chart but whatever Um, so moving on, uh, let's lighten things up a little bit even more and talk about some what a bro knows topics. I have one. Mm-hmm. We talked about it earlier today. Um, engagement pictures. Yes. Now we have seen these things pop up on our respective Facebook, Instagram, whatever timelines, maybe featuring some coworkers who will not be named. <laughs> and um, I'm wondering what y'all's take is on engagement photos and that corny thing where y'all set up it, it looks like oh she said yes and then you take pictures that look like yes it <laughs> looks like they took a picture at the moment you proposed and it's always on a beach or some romantic ass goofy ass <laughs> setting i think this is corny i think if you're gonna actually propose to your girl uh, you should not do it in front of a film, <laughs> some kind of film crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't think you should set up 
just show the ring and show that she said yes and show you guys smiling. Yeah. Take a selfie with the ring. Afterwards, yeah. Yes. You don't have to set up the exact environment in which the proposal happened. But I see that a lot now. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends are getting married now. They're getting cuffed sometimes yeah. without their consent, <laughs> maybe, because they got a girl pregnant, but uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, what do you guys think about it? I think it's corny, but maybe I'm just a... Uh, uh, the depressed ass single dude. So, <laughs> you, Figgy, you're married, man. Uh, and yeah. you went through this whole thing. So, what do you think about engagement pictures? And uh, did, how did you propose? Did you make it a point to take pictures and put it all out there? Uh, or? Not really. Uh, what we did was uh, when we first started talking, um, we was just cool or whatever. And I was always telling her like when you gonna be my girl you mm-hmm. know when we gonna make it official she's like i'll let you know i'll let you know mm-hmm. so one day she took me over to this creek over by her house and um we was chilling took a few pictures we had like a real camera too mm-hmm. this was back this was back in 09 yeah so uh we take pictures cameras yeah i think I, I forgot what kind of phone i had i might have like i might i forgot what kind of phone i had but um we was taking pictures and then she handed me a note and the note had like a uh, old school box. Yeah, will you be my boyfriend? Yeah, check yes or no. <laughs> that's cute. So, you know, that's how she broke it to me. So uh, when she got the job here in Houston, um, you know, I, I I had plans on um, proposing to her that year. But when she got the job here, I was kind of like, damn, I need to boost this up because I ain't want to live with no just a girlfriend. You know what I mean, yeah. and her family's so traditional. So, you know, they was already looking at me like, ah, oh, she ain't got a rock on her mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. How long y'all been together? All this other stuff. Yeah. So um, I ended up getting the ring, and uh, we walked over to that same place where she asked me to be her boyfriend. Oh, that's cute. So I had I made a note and said, will you uh, marry me? You know, mm-hmm. check yes or no. And she was crying and all that stuff, oh. and she was happy. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, my plan was to um, try to, you know, get a picture at least. But that would have been too much of me trying to do that, be on yeah. one knee, and hold the ring and mm. all this other stuff. Yeah. So um, You got to live for the moment. Yeah, so what we did was um, we just took a picture in the same spot we took, took a picture at almost uh, seven years ago. So um, it's like a picture when we first, yeah, first got together, got together. Then when we... You know, got engaged. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think something like that is cool. It was personal. It wasn't trying to do everything for the gram. Mm-hmm. We we did post a picture. You know, everybody, I'm still getting comments on this to this day. Mm-hmm. But um, we wasn't trying to show off and be all too fancy. It's something that's intimate between us. Like, yes. only we, you know. We know about it. Yeah. I mean, it might it might not sound as good to other people, but we know about it. It's something personal. Yeah, it's not no you know being on the beach, or up on up on the Grand Canyon and you know yes. having somebody record the whole thing and all this other stuff. I ain't want to do that. So yeah. So but, do you think that's corny when you see other people do it? I think it's a little too much. I think it to me it's a little too much because yeah. I like. At first, before I proposed, I was thinking about doing it at our, like, going away party. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do it in front of all these different people and, you know, because I felt, like I said, I felt like that's showing off a little bit. Yeah. I'd rather do something personal. 
So uh, with that being said, I think people that take all them pictures, unplanned, planned pictures and shit, I think that's a little too much because I think the female will appreciate it just as much if it's if it's something you know more intimate, more private. Without. But how can they stunt on their friends when it's you, something intimate all and they private? Got, all they gotta do is take a picture of the ring. All they gotta do is show their little cute nails with the <laughs> ring and be that's like, true. "Girl, look what I happened said to me." Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what that's what we did pretty much. So um, you don't need all the you know walking and him getting down on one knee mm-hmm. and just the play by play. Yes. So I think that's a little too much, but I, it's pretty popular right now. Okay. Now, Jasmine, I know what you're gonna say because Jasmine is one of those girls who acts like she's better than every other girl and doesn't <laughs> I, feel I do these bas- Yes, you do. You act like you don't feel these goofy feelings that women feel. And you're, you're going to say, well, it's not a big deal to me. I don't That's care. That's not what it's I'm like, going to say yes. at all. Okay, Thank so, you very much. So go ahead. Would you feel the pressure... If you're uh, uh, you see all your other girlfriends post all these extravagant um, engagement pictures, mm-hmm. would you feel the pressure to be like, OK, we got to spice this up a little bit, put put some sauce on it. It can't just be the ring. W- would you feel the pressure to do the whole corny uh, engagement picture set up to where you it looks like you just got proposed to when you took the picture? Well, disclaimer, I have been around people and know people that have the guy has done that themselves. Like, the guy has documented it, made sure there was a photographer there, made sure that there were family there. Like, they, I know people that their husband now has made sure that that was a thing. And I don't know if he did that out of respect of her, knowing that that's something that she wanted to be captured. But I've definitely been around guy. You know, I've definitely seen that happen before. Uh, I don't, personally, me, I don't want mine to be, my proposal to be very... Uh, for the public, I think that's something intimate for us to have. Like, okay. um, if if he plans to do that, like I would, mel- I I would never tell the guy to tell to. I we need a picture whenever you know we get engaged. But if he plans to do that, I'm not opposed to it. Like I would still post it if he went out of his way to take the time to try to document that for me. Then I would definitely post that. And what if he said, "Don't tell nobody we got engaged"? Would you be cool with that? I need to know why. Why? Why are we not telling anybody we got engaged? What if you just says I'm? I think we should keep it as a private affair and tell your friends, but don't post about it on Instagram or Facebook. Would um, you be cool with that? No. Mm. I can understand that, but then at the same time, why? Like, why? Why can't I? Why? Why not? Your ring maybe small. He's a, maybe is he's... your ring little? <laughs> like, why can't I? Why can't I tell people? So, d- does the ring? That's another good question too. Mm-hmm. Um, does the ring size or carrot count matter to you? Yes. What? What is? Do you even know what a, a good? Because I don't. I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What is a acceptable? Like, would he have to bring a receipt? I to mean, just so you know how much it costs. Honestly, I don't. The cost aspect isn't a big thing to me. You get a big ass ring that's fake. That's that's what I was just about to get to. (laughs) The cost aspect don't mean anything to me because you can get a huge ring and it not even be worth anything, and it's not even real. And you stunting like it is, but it's not. But Mm -hmm. I, I just like cute. I don't know. I just like dainty kind of rings. Like I don't want anything too big on my finger. Honestly, just not anything too too. Out of, not Mariah Carey. Like, but you said it matters, though. So what it is does your matter. criteria like, don't, for don't a ring? Don't bring me no little, no little um, fifty cent little 
ring that you got out the little, what do they call the little? Bubble gum machine. The bubble gum machine. I don't <laughs> well, want no little ring well, like that. Obviously what, what, not. what about getting the ring from Walmart? Because um, I, I oh, okay. You meant okay. that. I don't feel bad for laughing. But they do have a jewelry department. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. I thought you meant like a toy. Oh, no. no. What's, what's funny is I, I, I walk past and I know there's nobody ever go over there. Mm. But <laughs> I just so happen to look over there. I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn, that's a nice ring. Look yeah. at it. And man, when I tell you my wife looked at me so crazy, <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, this ring say $500. Like, yeah. It looked good. Mm. I'm like, what's. What's wrong? I mean, I wonder do people even get their rings from like a Walmart? Uh, yes, or they do. And a lot of women are out here wearing Walmart rings. You just don't, don't even know, know it. it. Yes. Get the case. Yeah. That's all you got to do is tell them jewelry how much it box. costs. They don't need to know where you got it from. I mean, yeah. I buy earrings from Walmart in the jewelry section. Yep. Yeah, I get I get studs all the time. Uh, would you be okay with if he got a ring from Walmart? or You, sh- you just no. wouldn't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't want to know. What if he told you it cost like a thousand bucks, but he did get it from Walmart? Yeah, you I, just not want to know. He I got don't want to know where you got it from if you're not gonna tell me it came from Tiffany's. Oh, okay. So, mm. like, I, that's always been a thing for me. Like, you I ask, want a Tiffany's ring. Would you ask uh, where it came from or how much it cost? No, I think. that's And how rude. can you even say that it matters what kind of ring you get if because you have no way of checking? If it's even real or <laughs> <laughs> because the guy that I'm dating at that point in time, he we're going to be having the, that conversation as to where this ring needs to come from Tiffany's or you like it better be legit. Like it just better be nice. See, Otherwise, I, I think I think once you hit that moment, though, where he's on one knee and mm-hmm. he pull out a ring. You ain't, gonna gonna be, you ain't gonna yes. be thinking about all Let that. Let me take a look yeah, at this. Y'all got me yeah, you ain't up. gonna be like, I, I will. Oh, for real? Did it come from Tiffany's? Yes. I think you just gonna be in in the total moment, unless you know it's coming. Oh, I'm crying. The box isn't blue though, so I don't know if I can say yes. Yeah, I don't know about that ring. I mean, you may say something about the ring, but I think that's rude as hell though. I that's think a- the, the the truth is. Uh, and like we, I've talked about, I think women are their own worst enemy. The reason why <laughs> women want a really nice ring because they don't want their goofy ass girlfriends to hate on it. Yeah. Because these miserable ass women friends will definitely point out any flaws with the fucking ring and act like, oh, he got you this. Yeah. This cheap old thing. Are you and sure so how many carrots it got? And see, yes. I want to add to this too. I think that's why a lot of men go out the way to try to outdo I believe that other guys yes. so they try to get photographers they try to get flower people to yes. throw flowers on you know I believe that yeah they try to go all out the way just to you know cover their ass yeah. because they don't want to be the person that's like damn all he did was this yes so I, yeah for one I feel like who are you to ask me who are you to point out flaws in my ring like what Unless you, it's my mama, like, I'm talking to, like, I don't feel like it's nobody business to be pointing out, like, how many carrots is this? I don't think that's appropriate. I think if you showed your ring to Ashley, she would definitely tell you, like, if she thought it was fugazi or something, or she thought Mm -hmm. there was something wrong with it, she wouldn't hold her tongue and be like, oh, it's beautiful. I think she'd be like, uh, I don't know about this one. Out of respect, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I just want people to be quiet, like, and not say anything, because I think that's so rude, like, to point out flaws in somebody else's ring. I think it depends. Just don't say anything at all. Yeah, I think it depends on the girl. I think if the girl's like one of them bougie, um, watch uh, Atlanta Housewives all the time mm-hmm. and all this yeah. other shit, then they, 
th- those be the ones that always got something to say. That's true. Yeah. All, all women need friends who have a man, honestly. All when you women have a need friend, friends who have a man. If that makes any sense. Uh, what I mean by that is if you have a friend, especially a really good friend who you talk to all the time, and they don't have a man and you do, they will constantly cause drama in your own relationship because they are miserable. Mm-hmm. So it is very beneficial for them to have a man so she can at least be satisfied somewhat and not try to tear your whole relationship down so she can have another single miserable friend to be with her. I just feel <laughs> you that. It's true. You no, think- I just feel like I just feel like I know misery loves company, but no, like I just like to think that that's not the energy you're it, trying it to put 100% out there. One hundred percent is like, for women. Because me, look, look at it like me and Figgy. I'm single. Figgy's married. I would never try to break up Figgy's marriage just so we can hang out more. But yeah. I feel like women would definitely. Like, I went through it with my girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a friend who was single or having trouble with her man, and my uh, my ex would tell me about all the shit that she said, her friend said, mm-hmm. and it's like, bitch, why'd you listen why to me? She, yeah. <laughs> why is she why, commenting? Her word I don't even know this bitch, <laughs> and she has this much say in our relationship to where you're yeah. questioning things I'm doing because she said some shit. Yeah. And I would never do that to any of my man friends. And for yeah. one, too, I think it's not smart. Like, if you're talking to your girlfriends about something that maybe sparked curiosity out of you that you want to confront your man about, I don't think that is smart of you to be like, well, I was talking to Brittany and she said, no, you need to act like that. Conver- you need to act like that came from yourself, because I think that that is create. That's what's uh, that's what creates the drama. Like That's you true. shouldn't say yeah. that your friend told you this. You need to present that like that was your thought and your if you the one that's bringing it up. Yeah, but that's yeah. a lie uh, if you did yeah. that. But no, <laughs> but like a lot of women do that though. A mm-hmm. lot of women they you know they keep they they kind of keep their friends closer than their actual man. Yes. I've been told that before. Yeah. So if if uh, if they friends see something, be like, oh yeah, no, nah, girl, he need to be doing this, mm-hmm. then they listen. Yeah, they don't. They don't actually go to the, you know, the man because it's always this term, the bros before hoes or yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though that, I think that's cool for certain times, but if you really in a real relationship with somebody, yeah. like you need to keep you need to keep them hoes out. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, like I said, everybody got different opinions. Yes, because uh, for example, if somebody cheat on you, you know what I mean, and y'all trying to work through it. And you want to get this person a second chance? That your friend gonna have your back no matter what. Yeah, she gonna be like, "No, nah, fuck him. He he messed up. You need to find somebody else." Yeah, he might be. He might. He probably really did mess up. But yes, like he probably a changed man now. Like, why do you gotta listen to her to you know say, "Oh yeah, you gotta find somebody else." Mm-hmm. Like, it should be on you to if you want to work that out. Yeah, you know, it should be on you. You shouldn't. Had to, you know, go through her. her. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just think that as a woman, like, if you have been talking to your girlfriends about something and you feel like it's necessary to bring it up to your man about, I don't think that you should include the fact that you've had a conversation with your friends about this. Sometimes and that's what sparked your interest. I think that you need to just bring it up organically and just let that conversation rock instead of saying, I think that's when it gets intense. Like, that's when you can't have a conversation because you done yeah. put... Tisha and Keisha and all these other people in it and now your nigga don't even want to hear that sometimes it just slips out 
Yeah. Because a lot of times y'all will present things like it was your idea. And then later on, we found out, oh, your homegirl told you this shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, it, it, usually y'all do kind of present these ideas as your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ex did that too, where she would have a completely different position on something that we had yesterday. And then it come out, oh, she talked to her homegirl first. Yeah. So whatever. Mm. Yeah. But, but, but then at ahead. the same time, have y'all not been in situations as to where like your girl talking to her friends has helped, this has helped you out? Some, um, sometimes it do work I think to me I think it's good for um, your girl to talk to somebody mm-hmm. to get that second opinion but a, a real friend gonna be honest with you yes like some people is like oh no fuck that he should be doing this he should be then you had the ones was like ah, you, I think you wrong on this one yeah. like he a good he a good guy or some people won't even you know jump in it they'd be like oh how do you feel they, they just that second, that sec, just that one person to talk to that yeah. kind of, you know, help you a little bit. But some, a lot of them will sit there and say, "Oh, you know what? I think you was wrong on this. Y'all need to go talk." Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, no, don't break. Like, how do you feel about him? Yeah. Like, like I know you still love him, so y'all need to go sit and talk, have a long talk, blah blah blah. Like, it's a red flag if that girl, like, oh, girl, you need to leave him. Yes. A, you know, he ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. So soon, too. Yeah. So yeah. quickly. Especially think, depending on how long y'all been dating. I think it's only helpful when that friend has a man. Yeah. Going back to what we already said. Yeah, and that's because true. I'm, I'm thinking now, like, a lot of my wife's friends are, you know. Who married. are reasonable, have yeah. a man. Yeah, they got, yeah. Yes. <laughs> because it was funny because uh, I already talked about my ex. Uh, whenever she asked her mom about things, her mom would always be on my side because her mom is married mm-hmm. and she knows that her daughter is crazy. <laughs> so when I left, my her mom was like on my side. Oh, <laughs> that's that's trash. She's like, she was like, I'll "Give that man some time." <laughs> <laughs> Let that man. <laughs> That's trash. You still call her mom? Uh, hey, mom. I never, I never called her mom. And that's why she's still so like caught up on you because her mom is a, probably the loudest speaking voice in her life right now, or just in general. And the fact that her mom sat up and told her that she was wrong and that you were right, that's probably why she's I still mean, hanging on. Well, she was wrong, and I was right. <laughs> but that's beside the point. I but do no. think, well, to be fair, um, her mom, I, when I said I was leaving, her mom told her that I wasn't really going to leave. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a funny, because so you no, moved she was, out and didn't even say anything. I, I was tripping because when I told, like, I told my ex, I gave her fair warning. <laughs> I was like, look, this ain't working out, so I'm going to go ahead and get my own place. But you never but followed up. I d- you just left. I told her I had the brochures on the desk <laughs> about all the new apartments I was looking at. She thought she was playing. She thought, I because her mama told her I wasn't really going to leave. <laughs> so the last night we spent together, she was like, so I thought you were leaving i'm like i am i signed the lease oh and she got really upset oh, you trash for that. i told her well <laughs> ahead of time no. she probably pissed at her mama now like i thought you said you weren't leaving she's sitting here 
her playing chicken. <laughs> like she, if, she, if she knew you was for real, she, she probably she would have got her shit she together. She would have got her shit together before you signed the lease. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm sure I, she probably dealt with people who just said that, but no, I don't make empty <laughs> threats. I don't make empty threats. When I leave, I, I'm gone. So That's fucking wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what I would she do. She probably like, damn, situation. it's good to know now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm sitting there listening to my mother. The thing that annoyed me was that the last time we talked, we had a whole nother state of the relationship <laughs> and th- where things went wrong discussion. And she acted like I just dipped out without saying shit. That's I'm like, how it, no. what are you talking about? I told you well ahead of time I was leaving no. because we were done. To her defense, y'all didn't, you did not circle back with her and have that conversation. You laid out the evidence for her to see. You mm-hmm. told her, but you knew, Rocket, I don't care what you say. <laughs> you knew deep down that that was not a conversation that you wanted to have. So you put it out there like that, did what you had to do. And so that in that way, you could say, well, I told you. But That's you know, but you know <laughs> that you should have had another conversation with her you, you to probably, like follow up and let her know, like, hey, I'm about to sign this lease. You know, I told you I was finna do this, so just want to let you know I'm signing this hoe. Like, I, feel, not, I feel like he's snug in there. She probably said, oh, you can leave. Oh, oh I'm gonna leave there. <laughs> it was for real. Yeah. Like, no. no. So what what happened? And I don't want to turn this into another Ryan Rocket therapy session. No, and I love another these. Fred Davis thing. But we, me and my girl, had to sit down. We had a big fight. And I realized that things weren't working out and I didn't want to be threatened to have nowhere to go in case things happen because her lease was running out and we were supposed to get a place together and we were having big problems. Mm. So I straight up told her, like, look, I'm going to go ahead and get my own place (laughs) because this is not working out. We can try to make things work, but I do think that we would be better living apart for now. That's yeah. my exact words almost. <laughs> I did not leave any room for maybe I will stay and we can work it out. I told her we are I am leaving, but we maybe could work things out and and, and just live separately. That's what I said. So I will not take any responsibility <laughs> for her thinking that we were gonna stay living together because I told her we weren't. And I made it very clear. She got there was no any kind of middle ground between it. She got to take that up with her mama. Yeah, that was her. But I still love her mama. She was cute. Nah. She was cool. She's on my side still. <laughs> I'm dead. I'll bet if I saw her, we'd still be cool. So, yeah, whatever. Shout out to her mama. Anyway. <laughs> I'm all, mm. uh, so, let's go ahead and speed run some topics, man. It's getting late. So, um, other things of note that happened this week. Uh, uh, genuine Uh, fucking Usher Usher has teased at a Confessions 2 produced by Jermaine Dupree are you guys looking forward to this album no why is that I don't think it's a good idea what if uh, Chris Brown made a what's his most famous album Fan of a Fan Part 2 he already did Oh, he did? Thanks. I bet it was trash, too, huh? It was amazing. Oh, okay. Just kidding. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as good as the first one, for sure. But I I think with Usher, I think that Confessions was so much of a staple in hip-hop at that point, or R&B at that point in time, that he needs not to touch that. If he wanted, 
Or, mm, no, he just needs not to touch it. I just think he needs to leave it alone. And if he wants to make more music, that's cool. If he wants to come back from whatever that was that he put out not too long ago, that's yeah. cool. But don't call it confessions, too. Because when you don't live up to confessions, then then you should, you're probably going to have to be done. Yeah. Like, unless that's something he's prepared to, you know, he's prepared to um, cross that bridge when he gets to it. But I just don't think it's a good idea. It's like making a sequel to great move it's like making a sequel to pay paid in full yeah i'm pretty sure it has been to america yeah (laughs) sadly figgy how do you feel about album sequels man um i i really don't care for them i feel like it's a little lazy but um far as this one i i check it out i still check it out but we all know it won't be as good as the first one hell yeah i mean i feel like this is a hail mary for usher at this point he uh his last couple projects didn't hit at all. And I think he trying to get back to where his peak was at at his point of his career. So um I think that's why he linked it back up with uh Jermaine Dupree and trying this confessions too, because nobody was talking about his last couple albums. Yeah. This one people will be looking for, but I think a lot of people will be disappointed because it me, I, 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 I still feel like it could be a good album, mm-hmm. but it, it won't be nowhere near Confessions. So, um, yeah, I agree with Jazz. I, I don't, I think he shouldn't even name it Confessions. Yeah. I think it should just be some type of project with, uh, well, produced by Jermaine Dupree. But I think um, the Confessions title is the headline porn to get everybody locked in. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it won't be as good. I don't. I don't like the sequel stuff. Me either. I don't. What's What's a good sequel that uh, sequel album? <sighs> like I can't name something that the, was like better than the first one. Off top, I can't think of anything better. The closest thing, and people really didn't like Blueprint two or three, but mm-hmm. I thought that was like the best effort. Let's say Carter two. I'll pick Carter oh, okay. two. Okay. Carter two was better than Carter one. You don't yeah. think so? Yeah. Yeah. Carter two was without a doubt better yeah. than Carter one. That yeah. was that was yeah. Lil Wayne rapping, rapping, right? Yeah. That's why like he changed his yeah. he, he got out of that New Orleans shit. Yeah. Okay. And it, it, I like Carter one. But Carter 2 put him on a whole other level. Yeah, and then Carter 3 came. Yeah, now it's trash to now, me. To really? Me, that, people, was, that was just a commercial album. People love Carter 3. I thought that was the beginning of the end. Mm. I thought that's when he got a little too poppy. The was lyricism that, uh, faded. W- did and, that have lollipop yes, on it? Yes, it okay. did. Yeah, it that did. Was, yeah. Sidebar, I don't want to get a whole other conversation. I'm hearing the take that that song is what is responsible for the current climate of hip hop today. Lollipop? Yes. Lollipop. Lollipop. Cuz think about Versus it, if you like if that song was made today, it wouldn't feel out of place, but it was strange back when it came I out. I hated that song. A lot of people did not like it. Well, not a lot. Of people. It went like number 1. Yeah. And it's yeah. the reason why that, that was, album that went That was like platinum. a crossover song. Yeah. Yeah. But uh that it was a very divisive at least among the hip hop community. Yeah. A, a song that was just strange. Yeah. Uh, and, and do y'all think that that song represented a culture shift? Do you think it's responsible for the Juice Worlds and the uh, whoever the <laughs> hell else we got? Playboy Cardi and Future and all these auto tune singing ass 
trap rap songs we got right now. I could kind of see it because that to me that was way out of Lil Wayne's element. Yeah. Because he sung throughout the whole song. He he was on auto tune throughout the whole song, even yes. though he had other songs like that too. But this one really took off and became like a a pop record. Yeah. So I th- I could I could see the argument, but I don't think that was the one song that was like, damn, that changed the whole, you know, scene of hip hop. I think I think it was slowly going towards that way anyway. Yeah, because T Pain had already been out, so Yeah. Yeah. Uh so back to the album sequels. Yeah, I kind of type of I kind of react to that to this. I can barely even talk. Man. I'm tired as hell. We're gonna get through this though. So I tweeted about this. Um, I do think that an album sequel is the very last stage of creative bankruptcy. I think you damn near can't even call yourself an artist if you're making yourself a sequel to Michael Jackson and Prince would have killed themselves. Committed suicide. I know they're dead, yeah. but they would have died before they had to make a Thriller 2 or a Purple Rain 2. Yeah. They never would have done it. Yeah. yeah. So don't tell, don't sit here just for every sequel has been bad except for Carter 2 and the, the blueprint, depending on your opinion on those. Yeah. But only built for Cuban Links 2 Extinction yeah. level event two, Marshall Mathers LP hey, you two. See how yeah, late those came. Yes, yeah. 20, 15 years after the fact when you're washed up. Yeah, like it is the final sign if you are a washed up ass person just desperate for listens. Yeah, and and Jermaine Dupri, I I think he's a legend. I don't think he has a pulse on the current music climate. That, and yeah, that was my next question too because. Um, I don't see him coming with that same sound from two. When did Confessions one come out? Yeah, two thousand five, I think. It was around when I was in graduating high school. Yeah, so I don't, I don't see that sound carrying over in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So I mean, it's a good sound. You know, it's kind of timeless right now that album, but I don't see that sound carrying over in two thousand nineteen. So I wonder what he got in his bag for two thousand nineteen. I don't know. Um, I feel like after that last project, he can only go up. And I feel like he's just throwing things at the wall. Like he tried the uh, Zaytoven album to keep with the current sound. It didn't work. So now he's going for the throwback sound with Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. Like just, just just grow up fully or or do what you're going to do. I feel like the, the current R&B artists are having a really hard time growing up. Yeah, I feel like when you had the Ron Isleys, the, the Charlie Wilsons, these people aged gracefully in R and B. They kind of stuck in their lane. Yes. they didn't go. They 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 stayed in the current. I I guess they kind of stayed with the new school. Yeah, but they stayed in their lane though. Exactly. Because Charlie Wilson, he what was the one? Song? I forgot the one song. Hey but, girl, that song. Yeah, yeah. Charlie doing? last name Wilson. Yeah, I, I, it was still, and he's still making hits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's still current, but yeah. it's still you know he not like damn. He trying to do too much. Exactly. He not collabing with Zaytoven yes. or nothing like that. He is though, kind of. Is he? Wait. Yeah. Charlie Wilson. Zaytoven. Maybe not Zaytoven, but Charlie Wilson is always a feature on like hip hop songs. 
But that's he was like on Yuji. He was singing the hooks on other people's shit. Yeah, it wasn't like he was having <laughs> he a, a single project. featuring Young Thug. Gotcha. That yeah. like he he's not that type of dude. Gotcha. Yeah. So and he always his his content is game is geared towards an older audience, which it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People like Trey songs. People like I have to say it, Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. People like a Usher. They are stuck in purgatory where they're too old for the young audience, but their content is too young for an old audience. So you're in a weird space where nobody's really fucking with you. Even though you're a talented singer, the content is not going to mix with who should be your listening base now. Yeah, And these people are in their 30s and 40s going up. That's because I feel like they used to making hits all the time. Everything they threw out was a hit. Everything they... You know, touch became a hit. So now you're in that place where you know what is your audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, uh, Chris Brown started off, you know, real young. So he had that young audience. You know, he became a superstar. So he making a whole bunch of hits. Yeah. You gotta. I think you gotta know your audience. You gotta stay in your lane. You know, that's why I like people like Charlie Wilson, Ron Isley. They, you know. They not trying to reach out to these young kids. Yeah. They making music. They making grown and sexy music. Yeah. And stick it to their, you know, cult fan base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like um I think for the Chris Browns and the Trey Songs and the people that are around that era, and I I wanna I, I wanna throw Usher in there, but I'm just speaking from my age group, I guess. They are kinda they came out when we were younger and they were singing about stuff that was too old for us but they still had a younger audience to begin with so now so now like now that the audience is growing of eight like they are now to the point where they're old like they're older now so they can't really cater to the same young girls that they once did it's kind of weird like so i feel like with them in a sense it's like they they I understand the place that they in because they don't they been making music for this this one group of this one age group for the longest and this age group is growing up but they're not to the point to where they want to hear all that you know smooth R&B type of thing or you know older like Charlie Wilson type of R&B they kind of in a hard place cuz they yeah. got to figure it out they got to figure old out thoughts yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no cuz like people like you know my age that those are the people that we the millennium tour that's going on right now like uh they they don't necessarily like we either still like their music or we and we still kind of like the younger music that's still coming out so mm-hmm. it's i can understand why it's hard for them to try to find their place yeah like for sure usher i feel like usher he has like Usher has a great fan base regardless, so he doesn't necessarily have to stay current. He needs to just do Usher. like, And I feel like he would be successful in that way, so maybe that's what this attempt of Confessions 2 is. But, but see, he became a pop star, too, because yeah. uh, his was his first couple albums was like mm-hmm. R&B, but he became a pop star. He dipped into the he did. top 40 world. He was kind of like, I don't want to say the pit bull, but no. he he had yeah. his crossover songs and then he had his uh urban songs. It's hard to come back from that because at that point you're trying to make a hit. When you look at people like Genuine or Tank, mm-hmm. they stay in that R and B lane. Yeah. They didn't they Genuine got pony, but he stayed in that 
R&B lane where, you know, whatever he do, all you got to do is stick to that, and people know what they're getting. Yeah. And you, it's not that pressure of trying to make a hit. Do you think that that's what happened? Like, to hear you say that, that it brought up Nicki Minaj in my head. Do you think that's what happened to her? Like, when when we know these artists as a specific artist and then they cross over and, and they do these pop records and they become this pop star, in a sense... They, yeah. It ain't no coming back to hip hop after that. Like, yeah. like it's not it's, really no nobody cares to give them the um, respect anymore because it's like you you kind of you didn't sell out, but at the same time, like we not checking for your type of hip hop anymore because you already like I don't know you spread yourself on that side. So it's kind of like that's probably that is what I feel like Nicki Minaj is going through and yeah. Usher too. Like not yeah. to hear you say Usher, that's that's the same situation. That's, that's exactly what happened yeah. because. Um, like I said, once you cross over, that's kind of it. We, yeah. Now we looking at like, man, nah, she done got too pop. Yeah. We said that about a lot of people. Uh, LL Cool J, yeah. he done went too pop. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. But it's a lot of people that went way too mainstream, mm. way too poppy, where we like, nah, you know. And, and then uh, we look at them crazy for trying to come back. Yeah. So look at, for instance, somebody like Ja Rule. Yeah. Ja Rule was this gutter rapper. And then he made too many, you know, pop songs. He was singing. Um, and then try to come back. We're going to clap back. Yeah. So, and I like Lil Flip, but Lil Flip did that too. So. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's hard once you get that mainstream success. And um, you still want the hood to like you too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's hard. I think that's something Usher going through. And definitely Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I don't know if... Usher was somebody who went too far pop that we didn't accept him back. I just think that he he's been in the game for so long now, man. He was yeah. popping in like the mid nineties and his core fan base has just gotten too old to fuck with what he's currently doing. So I think if he does make a grown and sexy album, he could, there's a lot of artists I thought that wouldn't come back that have made recent comebacks. A. Marie is doing a pretty decent job. Shaka Khan just put out a new album. Like there is an audience for uh, older. I think Raheem Devon's on a good comeback too. There's a lot of uh, there is a market for older people who want to hear grown and sexy music, and I think Usher could corner that market, seeing as how big he is and how everybody. Over the age of 20, up to 30s and 40s and 50s, fuck with his music. He could have that market cornered, but he is determined to be on top 40 radio. Yeah, and it's not going to happen at this point in his career. That's Yeah, I was just about to mention that. It's, it's all up to him because, um, like I said, at this point, he only looking for hits. He's trying to get a hit. He's yeah. trying to get something going. If he want to just do straight R&B and just say, fuck all the radio shit, let me just do something for my fans, then, you know, I think he could do do that and produce a real good good album. I agree. But, you know, like I said, when you go so far where, you know, had that much success, you like, man, you know, I, I, I just need a hit. I need a hit. I need a hit. Like, fuck all the other shit. I, I give him that, too. But I need something that I play everywhere. I think we just talked myself into wanting to hear Confessions too now. Really? Because at first I was like, I didn't want to care. But now I'm like, if he actually does make like a grown and sexy album for the Confessions 1 crowd, maybe it could be good. 
I don't know. I think we talked ourselves into being yeah. excited about this project I, I would, now. Yeah, I, I definitely want to listen to it. I'm, I'm curious to know what type of um, bag is um, JD in. Yeah. Like mm. I said, um, I know he's still doing shit, you know, behind the scenes, but that last album was classic. I want. I, I don't think he could come with that same type of um, sound, though, yeah. in 2019. So I don't know if he gonna come with some eight oh eights. I mean, people so, counted him out when he put that uh uh Emancipation of Mimi project together. That's what I was about and to say. And that was a bomb. To me, that sound kind of um similar to uh, Confessions a little bit. Kind of yeah. had that same sound, but like like I said, I don't know if that sound gonna work right now. Yeah, because it's a totally different sound than R and B. That's true. We'll see. Now I kind of want to hear it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, other quick topics we can reach, uh, touch on real quick. Um, what else is going on this week? Uh, I just saw something I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> I just realized we didn't talk about any. Oh, yeah, we did talk about it. Uh, I'm fucking tired, man. Yeah. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert um, supposedly has been signed by Rock Nation. Um, he had been having label issues. I believe he's on what DJ Khaled's uh, label no, or something. DJ Drama. DJ Drama's label. Yeah. Oh wow. He had been having label issues. He quote unquote retired from making music for a good few months, but um, he supposedly has been saved by Jay Z, who just saves everybody. Every <laughs> he's making the name for himself he outside is. of music. He is, but um, he he went ahead and swooped in and, and saved Lil Uzi Vert from his deal, supposedly. And you notice what he's doing? He reaching out to all these younger artists. Yeah. Too. yeah. So it's smart. I mess with part. it. I think he's he's not um, that old grumpy rapper that yeah. you know look down on these young rappers. So these young rap rappers are starting to respect Jay Z a lot. Yeah. And too, like I appreciate him for doing that because. It's been so long, and I've heard so many people talk about it from Snoop to, um, I, I want to say 2 Chains too. Like, the newer artists that are out, there's so many people that talk down on them and about what they're doing and their style. No one bothered to try to show them the game and show them what they were taught and try to show them the aspect, the business aspects, or even just, like, in the music game. So I appreciate Jay-Z, like, all that he's doing lately as far as reaching out and just trying to help out and not being, uh, you know, not really being... Stuck in his ways, showing that to me it shows that he he's in tune, which I always think I've always thought that Jay Z was very in tune with what's going on, regardless of him not being on social media. But it just speaks volumes as to him caring about the community. It's not just a facade with him, like you know the, the whole Meek Mill situation, and from there he's just been expanding that beyond that. So I just feel like um, I just keep him in our prayers just because he's such a powerful figure and we've oh, seen wow. things like that. He got that title sponsorship corner now. Nah. Yeah, man. You said keep him in our prayers. No, really, Pray but for just that man, like... Because he's such a dude, forgiving God. He's such a great God. Yeah, Hold. but no, just like, I just feel like... God MC. You know, me, I, I would hate for them to try to come for Jay-Z. <laughs> just because of all the positivity that he's putting out into the world and how he's helping us as a community lately and just really just you we really seeing his impact across the board versus just music now and which i mean he's always been a businessman we've always seen him move in different ways but now it's more so he's really stepping into this political and being more vocal which i i appreciate because one thing i would say and i think i've said on this podcast too is that 
they like Jay Z and Beyonce. They they are the figures that they are, but they don't they and we know that they support and they you know we know that they're in tune with what's going on. You know, Beyonce did her whole Super Bowl performance. Like we know based on their their artistry that they are are they are in support of of the movement. But I would just like to see them more vocal in the public eye and that's Jay-Z and what he's doing now lately. I feel like he's very that you know, they're very outspoken now and I really appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um now that we're into a uh, full on Jay-Z and Beyonce <laughs> stand mode, we can bring this up as well. Jay-Z and Beyonce were presented with a uh a Vanguard Award at the Glad I don't know exactly what this was called. Mm-hmm. Um, Gay Awards. Glad Media Awards. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce were awarded for being such great allies to the LGTB, LGBTQ community. And, uh, yeah, that's what they queer. Plus, because honestly, the acronym goes on forever. Yeah. Because they involve every they single section. Yes. So they put a plus for everybody who felt they weren't included in uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, uh, transsexual, whatever. Point yeah. being, yeah. Uh, they got this award. So, yes, we know that Jay-Z is such a uh, great ally to gay people. Why'd you over here looking at me? All these girls up in oh, here. Straight like Indian hair. Oh my that, god. That was like the only kind of sort of anti gay lyric I could think of from Jay Z, to be really? fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he I don't yeah. think he said He never crazy. really I don't think he ever said faggot. Yeah. So to, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um so how do we feel about that being Jay Z stands? I don't I don't I mean I wish we it's had Jules. <laughs> it's so expected. Like it's <laughs> I guess I'll be Jules right now, but go ahead. Um, oh, we just we just got that title sponsorship, and now we're about to lose yeah. it. But oh, go no, ahead. No, no, I mean it's so expected from um, them too because they they're in the higher space right now, mm-hmm. so they can't say, "Oh no, we don't support that." They support everything at this point. Yes. So you know, I'm not surprised, or I'm not like, "Wow, oh, oh my <laughs> god!" Shout out to Jay Z. Like I, I kind of knew it was coming. It's it's not breaking news to me. There's not a whole lot to say about this. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But look, here's a, a a bigger question: Do y'all think that the culture is now ready for an openly gay rapper? Because I feel like things have been trending this way for a few years now, but we have yet to have somebody blow up and say, admit that they're gay. We've had the gay trolling. We've had niggas wearing dresses, niggas having suspect lyrics, niggas deep-throating AKs, <laughs> crazy things happening. But we've never had a big-time rapper come out as gay or bisexual or anything like that. Do y'all think that hip-hop is trending towards we will eventually, very soon, have a openly gay or bisexual rapper? I think so. I think um, I think for hip hop to accept that is it got to be somebody that's already on. So like how Frank Ocean started, mm-hmm. he started blew up, and he ended up coming out during that time where people was like, well, you know, that's him. I still love him. I still love his music. Blah blah blah. I don't think they will accept a, a new person coming in as much, but if this person was already in, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think, uh, and that person came out. I think they will. I think that's that's how I got to start because. It, so if you look at look in the NFL, you got 
that dude, what's the dude, Michael Sam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How he, he came out in college. Mm-hmm. And see, I, I don't. I think he got drafted real late and yeah. didn't even make the team. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, damn. I think that could have had something to do with it. I'm not sure. We we won't know. But if it was somebody that was in the NFL already, who's an established star, like yeah. a JJ Watt, was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't want to say no name. I was about to say Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I buy that too. <laughs> but if it was like a established star that that's not going anywhere. Them people would accept that and say, oh, yeah, we don't care about all that. You know, he's still – I think it got to be something like that. I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, the biggest name rapper. Jasmine, would you bump a rapper? Let's say uh, – I can't even think. I don't want to say, say Chris, Chris Brown everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chance Chris, the Rapper. Yeah. Like J. Cole? Let's say if J. Cole J. came Cole. out and said, I'm actually gay, would you still listen to uh, his music as much as you do? Yeah. But I don't think this is a fair question for me because I, I I don't I don't see nothing wrong with that. Like I don't. Care. But you you have to. Okay, I, here I, we I, go. But <laughs> no, I don't. I, but see, I think it's a difference because if somebody that's established in the game already, mm-hmm. you are gonna still listen to it. You gonna like, man, he made good music. I don't care about all that. But would you listen to somebody who's uh, up and uh, a gay rapper on Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, that's trying to get into the game. You might you might not even give that person a chance, but that's why I'm saying it got to be somebody like uh like a J Cole or while some it got to be bigger yeah that's already in and established. I think it's, that's a harder question for a guy to answer. Like I think I think as males that would be more so for me to ask y'all that because I think the stigma behind. Um, gay and hip hop has to do with the male population more so than the female. I don't know about that because you mentioned J. Cole. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're a fan of his music, but I think you'd be lying to yourself if you didn't admit there was some kind of physical attraction there as well. No, I'm not physically attracted to J. Cole. At all. At all. Jasmine, come on. At now. all. I, I am not physically attracted to J. Cole at all. At all. Like if he came through and the be like. The only thing that physically, the only thing that I if he said, like physically about J. Cole is his height. I don't think that J. Cole is attractive at all. And I stand, I've never thought that J. Cole was attractive. Ever. I think I like his music and I like him as a person and his well-being. I don't like J. Cole physically like that. I want to be J. Cole's best friend. I would never date him like that. I don't have the desire to want to date him. Not okay. like Chris Brown. Like I think Chris Brown is attractive. Like I, I would right, date him. Let's use Chris Brown. Yes. <laughs> no, because Chris Brown has his music is overtly sexual to the point where we can't act like he's just gonna come out one day and say he's gay. So we can't use that, him. But Frank no, Ocean was I think that would, like that too, though. I think that <laughs> would, that would be more of a loop. That would be more of a that would be more of a conversation to have because Chris Brown's music is so sexual. He is yeah. always talking about women. Then you come out and say you're gay. Then that would for me that would make me like well wait a minute like this whole time you've been thinking about women like ain't nothing wrong with your sexuality but that would make that for example would make me kind of step back and like well wait a minute like you for everything you stood for isn't what you're what you are right now like i would think twice about listening to him then but i don't see it as an issue for him to be gay but that would make me more so be taken aback because it's like you've been thinking about women for all these years but j cole like I don't that, think but, that he plays on that as much. He don't really he don't sing about sexual stuff as often as to where it would make a big difference for me at least. But okay. some people would still say, you know, 
oh, the music is still good. I, you know, he's still talented because people said the same thing about Frank Ocean. Yeah. Now, I ain't see a lot of people saying, oh, Frank Ocean is sexy or nothing like that. Yeah. But he made um, a lot of good music to the point where people was like, you know what? But Busta Rhymes came out and said, you know what? He's still a wonderful artist. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about all that. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing you, blah, blah, blah. So I think like Remember I said, we found out Forrest Gump was about a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it been, I mean Luther Vandross, this stuff been going on for a minute. Yeah. You know I mean about making songs like that, but I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think I th- like I said, I think it gotta be somebody that's in the game already. Yeah. It can't be somebody that's trying to get in and, you know, wearing this gay pride mm-hmm. because then people that's already a turn off. People probably won't even listen to your music at yeah. that point. Yeah, I think it depends on. I think it really um, depends on who they are as an artist more than anything. How much it will really affect. Because think about it, uh, Tyler the Creator has been trolling it and saying it, and I think I know that he like listening to his lyrics. That man is gay, like, or yeah. at least bisexual, but that hasn't changed much. So I really think it's the the the. He's always been kind of a weird type of rapper anyway. So mm-hmm. I think it depends on. Uh, the demeanor of the rapper that's coming out versus it being a rapper in general. I'll go ahead and be real about <laughs> how I would feel about something like this. Um, I will go ahead and say that I, I am a fan of the internet mm-hmm. and Sid, who is openly lesbian, she makes lesbian songs, but it sounds good. Yeah, I can listen to it. I have trouble listening i think the content of the music wouldn't matter to me i can't listen to a song like forrest gump like i can't listen to a man singing or rapping about man sex i just can't do it like it's just not my thing and i know it's a a double standard because i can hear a lesbian rap about lesbian sex yeah but that's just I'm fine with that, honestly. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, like Young M.A. cool with me. But if there was a male Young M.A., <laughs> I could not listen to any of his songs. Ah, yeah. see, that's a different perspective, too. When you just say Young M.A., mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking in depth like that. Like Young, young M.A. makes music talking about women but if a man came out and made music yeah. talk like that's different like that like, i get it goes to say like it just depends on the the type of artist that person is and what what kind of music they put out and what they they subject matters are like that's what i think would make the biggest difference i yeah. agree because i don't even care like i don't if i found out one of my favorite artists like look let's be honest Several of our favorite artists probably did some suspect shit. <laughs> I'm not saying they're full out gay, but this music industry is full of. We talked about this before. I think it's very, very, very yeah. uh, a suspect industry. Period. <laughs> so um, I think a lot of our favorite singers, actors, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, are either you have done some things in the past or still do some things like that in the past. I don't care. That's their personal life. But the content is what. I listened to Luther Vandross never sang about loving a man. Mm-hmm. He used gender gender neutral terms where to wear either way. Exactly. You it was open to your own interpretation. So I didn't care about him being gay or straight or whatever. Uh but the the way that music is now, the how sexual it is, 
it would be difficult for somebody to just make a song about love or make a song about gender neutral things. Like it, it would have to be like some vulgar ass yeah. sex act to succeed in R&B today. Yeah. And that's my problem. Like even with rap, like you can't make a love song just about being in love anymore. You got to be singing about fucking. Yeah. So it, it, it's a weird dynamic now to where I don't want to hear gay sex being described visually. I think, <laughs> I think as a rapper, I think you can rap about stuff without bringing that up, though, because it's a it's a whole bunch of different topics that you could bring up without being that vulgar like that. Yeah. And I think. I think I mean I know Frank Ocean got a couple songs that's you know talk you know saying him, mm-hmm. but a lot of his stuff is so weird yeah. where he not even talking about making love. Like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's singing about. <laughs> so I think if it's more artists like that, then I think they could succeed without being you know without people not listening to him because of what they're talking about. Yeah. Like to be clear, I like if you talking about just straight up. Doing this, doing that, sex. Nah, I can't. Li- you know, I don't want to listen to that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta be in the time, and uh, I gotta be in a certain mood to be listening to sex. Period. You know what I mean? And I don't want to hear about either. I-, I don't want nobody to be that open like that, rapping yeah. about it. There was a funny moment in the Joe Budden podcast where Joe Budden played this song from a gay rapper in front of Maul, and Maul had no <laughs> idea what it was. I remember that. I was rolling, man. I it's on YouTube that. still. Yeah. Oh, that was um that was the little freestyle from yeah. um, the Breakfast Club, Train yeah. a Cousin or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Be like, gotcha. what the fuck? Yeah. He's <laughs> 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 like, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah. So like, so yeah, that's a perfect example Ashley because if somebody is doing that then you're not gonna win everybody over like mm-hmm. that people ain't just gonna say oh yeah 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 like but if you spitting a real freestyle now I mean if you spitting yeah. a um a Wale verse or something like that but just so happen to be gay I think people won't have a problem with that yeah but people in this day and age don't want to hear about what you do with another man yeah exactly well some people do but the yeah. the people the general who need audience a, yeah, don't want to hear that. <laughs> people who would be responsible for making a single chart would not want to hear that generally, probably. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think we're about out of time, y'all. It's been a long ass night. It's damn near two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Anything six. else? Oh damn, I feel for you. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to hear, if y'all want to see a dead tired Cardi, make sure you. I mean Cardi. Fucking Jasmine. <laughs> Make sure you go out to whatever events you're doing for kids. Yes, uh, to the Children's Festival tomorrow yes. and yes. Sunday. So it'll oh, be it's fun. Oh, Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. You're yeah. this whole weekend, huh? Oh, no. I plan not to be there on Sunday. Oh. I plan that hopefully that, you know, things will be fine. Okay. All right. Well, if y'all want to see Jasmine out there gallivanting tired as hell, (laughs) make sure you check it out. Um, You can find Jasmine also on Twitter and Instagram where she act like she can't retweet or post the show content. I do. What do you mean? (laughs) She be too busy. Yeah, now I'm just playing with you. Wait, did I not? You probably, I don't know. I'm just playing with you. But yeah. But anyway, uh, you can find her at Chitty Chitty Bass. I'm not going to spell it out for you. Y'all figure it out. I, I meant to say this at the beginning of the fucking show. I know. I know. We, we had this whole. We working on it, man. Yeah, we, we working on it. We getting yeah. there. We getting you know there. what? It's better to say it in the front that way yeah. because like 
like when you you know how you read these um go to these random ass YouTube videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe to it. Follow me on Twitter. Click That's the like true. button down here. But, <laughs> we gotta start doing that shit. Yeah, no, That's honestly. True. And I'm gonna change my shit soon. I just uh, Yeah. You know. Yeah. To be honest, everybody listening knows where we are at. Though. So it's not even a point to even mention it, but I just yeah. need something to close out the show with. Yeah. So uh, my boy Figgy can be found on uh, The Figgy Fig on Instagram and Facebook. Check him out on In The Loop Weekly. He's always doing the damn thing, making that show as black as he can. <laughs> so uh, check that out as well on Sports Radio 610. It's podcast on SportsRadio610.com. Uh, you can find me at the Ryan Rockets on Twitter and Ryan.rocket on Instagram. Um, also, check out the Swing and Bang podcast. Still yeah. trying to get that bitch on iTunes, but it is on Spotify and SoundCloud now. Yes. Produced by my boy, the Figgy Fig himself. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hardest it, working man in radio. Yes. No. Trying to get some good uh, uh, guests coming up soon. It's a good podcast, man. ESG is hilarious. Check it out. It's shorter, a lot shorter than this podcast. Yeah. So you can get it in in a lunch session. <laughs> so check that podcast out. We're doing big things for that, too. And uh, I believe that's it. That's it. So let's go ahead and get some damn sleep. And we will catch y'all next week. Make sure to check out the Facebook Live we do. Um, each and every Friday. Yes, each and every Friday. We're trying to make it a a, a constant thing now. Yeah, it's generally just me and Figgy, and sometimes Jasmine joins us, uh, <laughs> talking talking some shit, uh, doing talking about things we don't talk about on the podcast. We ca- yeah, we kind of show prep a little bit. Yeah, try, yeah. we use uh, you do. I think I just <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, uh, check that out. It's a good little thing where we just talk about all the you you can get some behind the scenes info on Sports Radio six ten too if you listen for the whole thing so we be talking shit about people we do so check it out it's a good listen and we will catch y'all next week same time same podcast you got something Vicky? yeah shout out to pay test rob oh yeah that's right yeah we had a 610 um u of h watch party go cougs yeah uh yeah they lost but still yeah yeah but uh yeah shout out to pay test rob shout out to gupta yes um who else was there uh racist redneck was there I don't know if y'all met him, but he like the coolest guy I'm ever. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> no, Why is he called no, racist uh, redneck? No, I, for, I forgot what he said, but um, he he go by racist redneck. He, I think he races towards something else. It's not like towards black people or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was, but uh, he a real cool dude, man. Cool dude. Funny, yeah. lis- uh, funny listener. So, yeah, shout out to them dudes. Yeah, shout out to all the loopholes who came through for the watch party, man. Yes, it's a good event. Sucks that it ended the way it did, but hey, yeah. you know, we shout you. We got love for y'all, y'all, man. So, uh, appreciate all the love and support. Oh, yes, sir. And we'll catch y'all next week, man. And we out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>